Hey, what's up, man? We're back. It's First Smoke of the Day. It's episode 60 today. I'm your host, Pat Gods, here with my co-host, Blackleaf. What up, what up? It's good, man. We got some got some doinks rolled up. My man, Jordan from Blueprint, joining us today. What's good, homie? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Bro, thanks for making time down here in LA. Yeah. You boys doing a pop-up and uh, saw what was going down. I was like, let me hit him up, see if he's going to make it happen. And boom, here he is today. Re- rescheduled your flight, making it happen, bro, down from SAC. Yep. And spend any time down here. It's like 103 up in SAC, so... Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's like, it was weird. It's like at night, it's hotter in SAC than here. It was like cool last night here. Yeah, Whereas at least in it SAC, cools it's down. Like, it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It shit. just stays hot. So at night, it's like 2 a.m., 93. You're like sick. Although like I'm from Florida, so I do enjoy the few months of the year here where like it's warm at night just because like being from Florida or being from someone else, like you don't expect like Cali is like super cold at night. If you don't have like a jacket, you're typically yeah, going to be cold. Yeah, for sure. Even down here, it's like a trip for me to bring stuff. Like you go to the bay, even just outside of SAC or come down here, it's like nighttime is cold. Sun starts dropping. You're like, dude, you need a jacket. Like homies come from the bay and they have, you know, pants on and a jacket. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you drive yes. an hour and a half there where you're like, all right, I get it. It's crazy. Yeah. Cali is like a weird state like that, right? You go yeah. from north to south. And it's completely different weather almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, even from dude, LA, you drive out towards the water. It's 10 to 15 degrees yeah, cool. It's like, what's going exactly, on? And the wind yeah. starts picking up and you're like, oh, this is like a different state. Yep. Wind blowing yeah. off the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like even from SAC to the bay. It's like Wild. that hot at night in SAC right now, but the bay still gets kind of cold, kind of like LA. So There's like weird. a line in the sand too, between yeah. the LA and the bay. Just as like, we are the bay. We are SoCal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with weed, it's very much yeah. like that. It's got to be crazy for you. You've worked at a bunch of different spots. Yeah. Well, you know, working in the grows is always funny too. You, it's like a hundred degrees in the warehouse. You won't go into a room at 64, jump in the next room. It's 85. You're always going on around here, dude. You're always living in some, in some type of adverse uh, environment, but it's better not being grown outdoor. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Yeah. That's what Green Dog was talking about, how he started outdoor, growing outdoor. The switch to indoor was pretty easy. Yeah. In that regard. Like, what? <laughs> all covered in like dirt. <laughs> 100 degrees, just trucking dirt up a hillside with a wheelbarrow. He's yeah. like, I get to eat lunch in the air conditioning? Yeah. Go get, go, get the, uh, go get the forklift. Bring the cocoa over here. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Reses aren't buried in the ground or yeah. like under. Yeah. Yeah. A whole other kind of. A whole different thing. Shout out to those guys, though, earning their stripes. Ooh. Guys and girls earning their stripes on the hill. Yeah, that for shit sure. It's like. I mean, that's like going through boot camp, right? Yeah, growing, like teach you things that, you know, carry you past other people. It's like, you've been through that adversity. It's like, you're like, you look back, you know, you have those reflection moments. I'm sure it's like, dude, this isn't just comprised of me showing up here. No, it's been years of sacrifice on so many fronts, that little edge, you know, everything's just a little edge. So I think that, yeah, that drives people forward for sure. I like what you said. Sacrifice. That's a key word right there. Yeah. Because I think risk for, and sacrifice. for cultivators, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And you get to, you have to pick and choose. It's not like, well, you know what? I want to live here and I want to work there. It's like, no, I have to work over there. So I guess I got to live over there. Yeah. hundred percent. And I was like, yeah, worth it. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go work here. And it's a full-time thing. 
It's not like, oh, yeah, we get holidays off and my birthday and stuff. It's like, no, plants don't care if it's Christmas. They're like, we need water. They don't care if it what it is, your birthday, storming outside, whatever. Your stomach hurts. It's like you better get up and go take care of the plants or they'll be dead. It's not like you file your paperwork later. Oh, you know, I'll fill that out later. Slide it aside. Let's go get some food. It's like, dude, everything will be dead. Go get it done right now. So it's a big commitment. You know, cultivators like, yeah, and like shout out to all cultivators, uh, you know, across the world. Um pushing this whole thing, being a part of this movement, the evolution of the plant, all of it is just from literally people around the world figuring this out together. So it's a trip. It's it really a network. Is. Everyone in their basements or in their back rooms or in their closets or in their, you know, yeah. playing and dialing. And it's wild, isn't yeah. it? When you think about it. Yeah. Just like over the last few years, cultivation's just gone crazy. Just like the evolution of it and learning information, sharing and all that. It's like, just, it's a trip. Dude, it's wild. Yeah. Cause we used to only share strains. Now it's tech. Tech was never shared. That was ne even the guys I came, it was like, no, nah, hell no. Nah, you don't talk about that to other people. You know, yeah. it was like, you could give that strain to them, but you don't, don't tell them what we're doing. Yeah. It was even like that. It was like, you could give them maybe a strain so that they can try, but don't tell them what, you know, it, yeah. wow. You, and know? Like, you know, tons of mysticism too. And like, just, you know, whatever weed logic you're like oh dude like we're we're hitting them with this they love it you're like what are you talking about you know there's there's so many smoke and mirrors and my uncle told me this so that's what it's doing you know that's what we're doing and you know a lot of that's falling off now just like getting a little more factual mm -hmm. we can see things and actually know what we're talking about but on the flip side a lot of people are right like weed you're mm -hmm. in tune with the plant you're smoking paying attention to it you're like no i know what i'm talking about i can't prove it it was science or some you know whatever but it's happening happening so whatever. like those high vpd high when you said like we used to know some guys that in the middle of the night they'd be like you got to refresh the room so they'd open the whole garage door and and exchange all the air in the grow room after yeah. they after they spent eight hours making it perfect right yeah, after, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after, get it all restart but it just it just shows you these old tech we didn't have the data before yeah 100 just didn't know trying things trying to figure it out and that's the cool part so shout out to all people fucking trying to figure it out these things are smoking, bro. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Stewart Stoinks. Stuart rolled him up. Bro. Shout out to shout out to Sturt Stoinks. Sturts. Putting little, little <laughs> Sturts. Sturt. Sturts. Stoinks. Hey, Sturt. Nice fucking doinks fucking nice out. Yeah, right? I somehow rolled this thing up. I was all shaky before the before this started. Still what are you smoking, smoking on? Uh, this is a salad. This is some P90, Triple Windy, and some Piper. All mixed? All mixed. Yeesh. Mostly P90, but it, I didn't have enough of it, so I just added a little both of the other. What's, so what's the P90? So, you know, Blueprint doesn't release genetics. And, ah. But I'll, I'll get, it's a good time to get into that because um, it's not like a – so to answer you, it's uh, P90's GG4 uh, Gelato Cross. Oh shit! Mm. Um, and you know we we keep the genetics thing on the down low because on the consumer front, a lot of people are like you're not going to be able to even sell a Gorilla Good Cross. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is fire weed. I don't care what you say. Like, this is good weed, and we're going to help redefine that. And customers are so caught up on they get THC thrown in their face and genetics thrown in their face, and they may become a fan of you know Georgia Pie. 
or whatever, gelato. Um, and it's, it's really renamed or a strain's renamed and they think they're smoking strain X when it's really not. And what they're smoking is a strain they'd actually don't like. They're like, I don't like that strain, but they're actually buying it and smoking it. And there's just so many smoke and mirrors and movement and companies are forced. Like we can't sell this, rename it, do this. So there's this whole game and you can't see the weed in, in the shops. You can't smell it. I'm just like, just stop. We're just going to put a little description and if it's in our jar, it's good. Check it out. And we're, we're working better, you know, trying to find ways to uh, have a couple little R and D projects we're working on to try to get or find a way for customers to find out what's in the jar instead of just blind buying blind, like at least what's the turp profile, what's expected. But you know, weed affects everybody different. So it's hard to say like, Oh, this one will do this. It's like one strain could affect the same person a few different ways. If you're, if you didn't eat morning, night. So it, it's, it's a fun one to figure out and trying to figure out a resolution to not being able to see and smell the weed in the store. So we're still working on that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our take on it. And we just we want to be like a Snickers bar and like other candy bars. You like, you know, what's inside a Snickers bar is good. You don't have to question that one bit. You buy, open up, it's bomb. And that's what we just want with Blueprint. It's like, what's in the jar is good. We check it out. So, and, and op take the boundaries off the flavors. Let's bring other flavors back in. Oh, it's like a, this, I don't want that. It's like, try it. Guarantee you're going to be like, wow, this was actually really enjoyable. Um, so that's kind of the whole spill on that side. Take away the bias. Yeah. It's a, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, trying something at a new restaurant. Yeah. You might, you might not like the ingredients, but you haven't, you haven't tried that, that dish, you know? And at yeah. the end of the day, it's an accumulation of ingredients that make different flavors and taste and come together. So it's kind of just like that with weed. I see what you're saying, because honestly, if I saw it was GG4 on the, on the jar, jar I would, I would veer away into It'd something pass. more that I you know, preference, you know? Yeah. So, but if I don't try it, I'll never know. So I like what you're doing there with that. And then, like you said, the THC percentage is already confusing the hell out of consumers as it is. Yeah. Cause they think, Oh, this is high. It must be good. Doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't correlate at all. Yeah. It doesn't, has nothing to do. It's kind of, we say a lot, it's like alcohol. You never look at the percentage. You know, unless yeah. you're, you know, super young or whatever, and you're yeah, trading there, barely there any money and they're like, Oh, make it hunch punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like what you were saying earlier too, about just like, you know, uh, if you're running a race, ex kind of explain that with kind of how you were laying that out. Yeah. I mean, to like touch on it, people are always like, you know, you're, I'm like humble about a lot of stuff and, you know, just worry about what we're doing. And that's the thing is like, when you're in a race, if you're looking at the people you're racing, you're going to trip, you're going to get beat. You have to focus on what's ahead of you. And even if, you know, in life, we don't necessarily know what's ahead of us, but you know, we're trying to project these things. So it's like, focus on yourself. If your time and energy goes towards other people, then you're missing that for yourself. You know, you're saying there's only so much time and energy in every day. And you know, you try to be as efficient as you can with it. And it's like, if you're putting it towards other people, and of course everyone gets caught up in someone, you know, someone's talking shit. You're like, uh, puts you in a little mood, but it's like, how do you correct that? Everyone falls. How do you get up? How quickly do you get up? You know, it's like swimming in the Olympic pools when they smash down and they have to flip off the wall. It's like that transition is a lot and like transitions in life where, you know, something happens. How do you recover and get back on track? How do you regain focus? You know, so if you're just keeping that your focus on certain things, not in a selfish way, but the people around you in a 
you know, a common goal and dream. There's other brands that have their goals and dreams and I hope they crush it. And that's like where diversity and things are, you know, a brand should be a personality and this like living thing that people want to associate with. And we all have multiple friends. So there could be multiple brands. There's enough room for all of this. There's, you know, you might like eating a certain food in this time and day there, you eat different things. You hang out with different people, you smoke different weeds. So, you know, everyone get it, focus on your shit. Stop getting so caught up and, you know, being the best or whatever it is. Yeah. It's kind of like that thought. There's like, there's always going to be someone stronger. There's always going to be someone richer. Yeah. There's always going to be someone in a better spot. Like, so you just focus on your own shit because like comparison, just like the, 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 you know, the thief of, of any joy you can have mm. in your life. Absolutely. It literally Great rob point. you. Like you could be on top of the world on a hundred foot yacht and you look to the right and there's a 150 foot yacht. Yeah. And it just like, if that ruins <laughs> yeah. your whole shit, then you're never really going to get to that hundred foot yacht in my opinion. Yeah. Cause you're just, like you said, you're worried on other racers in the race and you know, your ship could be sinking and you're looking at the other boat. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm -hmm. so I, li I like that analogy you, you put up and I definitely like that mindset. Cause I mean, that's what it takes in my opinion to, to be a good leader is you definitely got to have full focus on your situation, not envy any other situations and take all your time and energy and put it into that. Because like you said, we get limited per day and it takes so long as it is. And speaking of the journey, I know everyone's everyone that's doing something good and great has a great journey. Yeah. And I want to talk <laughs> about your journey, man, that you've been, you know, it's, it's you didn't just start out and you're like, I'm going to do blueprint and I'm going to grow and we're winning now. So take us back to the beginning, man. First time smoking weed. Yeah. How did it all start for you? Oh, man. First time smoking weed. That was fun. Yeah. First time smoking weed was crazy. <laughs> we like we went to a buddy's house he was like out of town and like me and a friend it was is actually now my brother-in-law we're smoking back there i was like jeez we we smoked it and like we're like i don't know first time smoking weed you like don't really know what's happening you don't get high people say and we look over and dude had a cat who just had a surgery and it had like a cone around it and it's like had its leg up all like licking its leg <laughs> we, we're dying laughing we're like we got to get out of here we're all driving across town stupid but yeah it was weird I, I didn't i was like man smoking weed's bad like i played sports grew up in a conservative home and like um you know my dad my dad was from cuba um and came over here when, when he's like four when castro came into power and his family was busy working so he just was doing whatever you know running on the streets and went down his path in life mm -hmm. and you know met my mom and kind of corrected his life so he has his vision he's like hey you know you need to stay away from drugs and this focus on these things so i was you know raised under that context and then yeah next thing you know i'm like getting into weed um so start growing weed and I'm going to school still, you know, taking care of like what I should be doing and growing weed on the side. And a good friend of mine, his name was Jordan. Also, he passed away uh, drunk driving and, you know, had, he had left my house driving to his house. He lived just right around the corner. And yeah, it was not a good thing. And I was like, you know, life is short. Like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'm doing these things for my parents or like for myself, like, what is this about? You know, and just had one of those moments and was like, you know what, like for whatever reason, plants was interesting to me. Um, like there's a beginning and an end. 
Like we planted it, we finished it. What was that about? Let's try this again. So there was something about that. It was just like, instead of a normal job where it's like same old thing, even though jobs are different throughout the day, but this is like a definitive start and finish. Um, so yeah, um, was just kind of growing and a buddy downloaded Instagram on my phone. I had no clue like Instagram. I didn't do social media and he followed like a bunch of Bay area graffiti guys and Bay area growers. And one day I'm just looking through Instagram. Like, Oh, this is interesting. I see a post that says Sherwood forest. So yeah, shout out Sherwood forest. And I'm like, I send it to him. I'm like, yo, you should apply. It was like, Hey, we're looking for workers. This isn't like, come get stone. This is real work. And I shot it to my buddy in the Bay. I'm like, yo, go check this. Like you should apply. He's like, I'll never get the job. I'm like, all right, well, I'll hit him up. Good attitude. Love it. Love that attitude, and bro. I was like, you know, growing, kind of doing my own thing at the time. And, but I was like, Hey, like, you're kind of crazy for posting on Instagram for like workers, I think. I'm like, but you shouldn't answer to anybody else but me. And he's like, why? I was like, well, here's my resume. Like, here's like kind of my upbringing and people around me. Check me out, like dive into my life, whatever you want to see. Um, but I'm hardworking and X, Y, Z. And he's like, can you do like greenhouses and this? I'm like, yeah. And I definitely couldn't. Like I just was growing plants outdoors. So I was like, yeah, I could do that. He's like, all right, let's meet. And so this is Caleb Counts now, you know, owner, founder of Connected. Um, so we meet at a Starbucks around the corner from his house and just talk. And he's like, you could do greenhouses. We're going to get this greenhouse spot. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, all right, well, in the meantime, like start working out at our grow in Oakland. I'm like, okay. So I started doing that and that started that yeah, I was sweeping floors, still going to school. I was in a master's program for Chinese medicine. I was studying acupuncture. What year do you think this is? This is like, what, 10 years ago? So yeah. 2011, 12. 12, 13, 12, 13 probably. Yeah. yeah. Put in those 10,000 hours, man. Yeah. Uh, honestly, honestly, just to digress one second, I never see a situation where someone's reaching success and they haven't put in their 10,000 hours. Yeah, it's an interesting read on the 10,000 like, hours. Like never, I, I, I've never once, yeah. not with anything. I don't care if you're like putting together puzzles. For it's sure. It's weird like that. Uh, no, absolutely. And like to talk on the Chinese side, like that's like Chinese or even like, it's like this much time, like to become a master means you've put 10 years and it's like X amount of hours. Essentially. It's like, there's just no way you can get, you could to shave that. maybe a year off. Maybe, maybe like, if you're it, but special it's like, talented, but it's like life talented. stuff, you know, yeah. it's you know the what way it life rolls out. It yeah. also cuts out the bullshit of like, Oh, you want to try to skip all the hard work? You can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't. It's not can't. about that. It's about getting to person. the end, not, you know, the journey is you putting in your work and your and hours, and by, not skipping it. through it. Yeah. And, and by the way, 10 is like the beginning of For the sure. successful feeling. Just the beginning. Uh, I fully 20 agree. is really where you're like, we fucking made it. A master's yeah. program you know? style. Yeah. Like one, one, expert, true expertise yeah. kicks in. Yes. One company yeah. that I take note of that I watched his journey from. Uh, almost the beginning to the end was Diamond Supply Co. Skateboarding brand with the Nikki Diamond yeah, company yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, for Once sure. Once they hit their 20 year, it was like, this dude made it. Like, mm -hmm. he's the man. The dude's right. successful. Like, he's the American dream of like, doesn't have to, he can do what he wants, you know? Right. And, yeah. But I know we're digressing. Then the other thing I, I want to talk no, about before sure. we forget, um, later on or whatever, is, is benefits of acupuncture, bro. I go to acupuncture all the time. That shit's, yeah the yeah. truth like, we, i mean yeah we talk about this shit later yeah. after the story uh, but that's okay, cool yeah. that you did that that's fucking interesting I, that's yeah, the last I thing cool i would story think about it and a cool dude that's like 
the, the man of yeah what i think acupuncture put some people is. on some game because yeah. i always try to tell people and shit oh yeah truthfully a- i tell people i was actually just talking to um alex from uh, ain't nobody cool a couple nights ago i was like because we were talking about it um i was like if i could tell people one thing on earth if they said one thing you could pass on it would be this eric shanky and acupuncture like he would change. His, he, I saw him save so many people's lives and change things. It was just really, yeah. Just the, if chronic, put us on game. Yeah, he's yeah. a chronic pain specialist. If you're in pain daily, back, shoulder, this, this, that is the guy for what you need to do. And if he's not, he'll tell you. Is like, it just body or also mental? Um, so that's like diving into like the it's the segments of acupuncture of like what happens a lot in America is a different style of acupuncture. Like you go, my back hurts, and they put needle in your arm, and you feel better. It's an endorphin release. He's orthopedic. Like I have muscle pain, but you know, mental stuff could come from depression on chronic pain and stuff. So if, you know, if it's tied to that outside of that, I wouldn't say like mental health is his expertise, but there are people are in that field that could, could be of such. But chronic pain. And then just tell them quick, what does acupuncture do for the body? So like, and then we got to get back to the story. Cause yeah, it was, yeah. it was, so we like, were heating up. Uh, well, like, the, his style of acupuncture, which is ah sure, which means like translation is like ah right here, like this is where I'm hurting. Okay, so his style of acupuncture is basically when you're in pain, m- muscular wise and like tissue, it's like you have muscle fibers that are all aligned, you know, and they expand and contract. When you get hurt, they tear. Right when those go to heal, if they don't heal correctly, it lays scar tissue. Scar tissue is like glue; it doesn't move. It's not fluid. It doesn't get blood, and it doesn't get oxygen because it's thick. That's why you have pain. Your body's like, I fucking hurt here. I don't have blood and oxygen. I'm not mobile like I should be. Mm-hmm. I fatigue out early. I cramp up. It's and the connection between the muscle and the brain is thrown off. Like your body's like expand, contract. It's fighting it. There's resistance. It's damaged. So when he goes in with a needle, he pokes that damaged area and it hits the muscle and it sends a loop to the brain of like, hey, this is how tense I am right now. Like you've had me way too tight and it balances that relation. It's like restarting a computer and he fights through the scar tissue and starts breaking that scar tissue up and your body can heal itself. Right. You get a paper cut, you get hurt, your body heals itself. So it's just promoting the right healing path. So he's. He hits you with the needles where it hurts. Your muscles are jumping. And you know when you get a massage and it's like, oh, that's the spot? Like, that's what, when he hits the needle, you're like, oh, dude, like, yes. And you can, it recreates the pain you feel. You're like, dude, that feels just like when it's hurting. Then you'll put these little cigar chunks on it and light them on fire. It's called moxibustion. And the heat travels down the needle into your muscle. So it warms it and brings blood and oxygen there. And it also relaxes the area so it feels good. And that's how the treatment ends. So he hits you up and then he puts those mocks on, warms it up. And if you have like a problem, like four or five treatments and you're, you're rocking like a normal, like, and you know, if you like you're on your computer all the time, your shoulders, maybe you need a treatment every six months just to work through that, you know, tension. But yeah. It's crazy i was i was just in there a week ago and i was like you put one in my uh my shoulder and when it hits the spot it'll hit the muscle and the muscle will jump yeah and then release yeah. and you literally feel the relief instantaneously 
Damn, so somebody's doing that? Somebody's, yeah, yeah. I, I get acupuncture it? all the time. I, I'm in L.A. I go to a little spot. I'm not going to say on here or whatever, but okay. I go to a little spot in L.A. or whatever. Pay to play? And you it's like, you. no, no, no. It's like, it's all legit. It's, a well, it's like a wellness center or whatever, right? It's you. modern. But uh, it's nice. But they do a massage, then they do acupuncture, then the chiropractor comes in and, and does it. So, so I get like the, the three-way, oh, yes. and I walk out of there feeling like, just young bucks. man just like just bucks. yeah ready to go i also sciatica a lot of driving mm -hmm. a lot of flights yeah so that's how i got led into acupuncture was absolutely i had no relief from sciatica i'd stretch i stretch every day still it helps but it's it's not relief in my yeah. opinion it's not so i had to start and i did start doing yoga and i started doing acupuncture and that that literally healed me where like absolutely. it'll pop back up but i just go get a treatment again and it's like yeah. You just maintain it or whatever. But I honestly, I'm the biggest believer in acupuncture because like I've fucked myself up pretty bad in multiple situations. And I go to acupuncture like twice a week for four to six weeks. And I'm, I'm back in the game. I'm back in the gym. Damn, I'm back lifting. Tight. I'm back doing my thing. And uh, it's wow. just crazy that you said that because I'm like, Not many people, I tell people dude. about it all the time. You Not know, many like, people. dude, it works. Think That's about all mad. the growers and hash makers and hustlers that are in cars for 12, you know, like on and on the amount well, of guys putting all in of us hours. Like this. Well, dude, it's and like, sleeping it's on sleeping on couches, sleeping in hotel beds, sleeping like a lot of us are on the move a lot. You're right, man. And stressed. Like, like, this is stress. Yeah, yeah. You know, this, you carry so much, you know, the headaches, your neck and stuff. It's all of that, you know, and like massage, like feels good. But the next yeah. day you're back, like uh, hurting, you know, it feels good then. But it's like those dude, needles, that treatment, the three way. That's because that's what I do. I'll line that exact thing up myself and Bro. like get acupuncture, get relaxed up, then get some chiropractic the next day and try to reset, you know, bone yep. structure. Yeah. Well, that's so what that's the chiropractor says that, you know, I move so much better because I just sat on my face down for 30 minutes with needles in my back. It forces you to relax it too because you. you can't tense up because yeah. if you tense up, it hurts. Yeah. So your body literally can't tense yeah. up. And so you're like sitting the there for 30 minutes with like, just letting it go, like just breathing. And then, yeah. uh, and then you get, you know, cracked after that. And it's like your muscles relax. And so now your, your, your bones can move yeah, how exactly. they need to. It's crazy how the, the body's so resilient and like crazy how it works together. But, oh yeah, that's what I was like. I was fascinated by it. Like, yeah, that's, I've, that's I've, even you just saying it. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I so that was your master's? Yeah. Like, and I dropped out of that. Yeah. Um, but you but, were focused on but, that. Yeah. Cause I like, I. I had injuries all the time, like from sports, tore my mm -hmm. hamstring. And I always like, my weakness is tight muscles. Like I needed to do yoga. Like if I was flexible, I'd be better off in life, period. But I don't address it like I should. Nonetheless, hurt, but I ruptured my Achilles downhill mountain biking and like, in, yeah, like partial rip rupture in my Achilles, but I couldn't get on the ball in my foot for like a year and a half. And I was wanted to be a physical therapist. And they're like, dude, you'll never be able to like run again. And I was like doing triathlons and stuff. I was like, dude, that's brutal. And I was working in the ER. I worked in the ER for like eight years. And this doctor's like, you need to go to acupuncture. I'm like, dude, like that's not going to do anything. I go to this acupuncture, just puts needles in my arms. I feel good. I'm like, that's like, that was cool. But like the actual tissue in my leg is ripped in half. Like this won't heal that tissue. I know it won't. And so I go back, the doctor's like, no, you need to go to Eric. I'm like, okay. And we're in a small town. I grew up in Orville. I don't know if anyone knows the town. It's a small little hills town. 
This dude's in Orville. I'm like, okay. I go down a little alley and the face, the house is facing the alley. It's this little house. And I go in and it's just like full of smoke. Like you just smoke in the ceiling and curtains and there's like Chinese music playing. And I'm like, dude, what is going on? And this tall dude comes out, this white dude, like six, you know, three. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, Eric, the nicest dude ever. Talk to him and we do a treatment and it's intense. And treatment's over and I could get on the ball of my foot. Like I could move my leg and I like started to cry. I was like, dude, like this is insane. And so I like went home and I like the next day I was like, dude, I can run. And I went for a run and I was like, fucking just like, it was mind blowing. So I went back and I was like, what's going on here? Like, talk to me about this. I was studying muscles and stuff. And he's like, dude, this is what it is. He's like, Chinese medicine's like, oh, chi and energy. He's like, no, I look at it. I'm a science-based like here's muscle structures this is what we're doing i'm an orthopedics pain specialist so he's like you can be my student i was like dude what so i was like studying it with him and going to school to get a license and it was tough it was too hard i dropped out <laughs> started growing weed <laughs> nah, but it's it just like, man it's it very interesting and it just shows you that like you know your craft and your focus you know it's like a very interesting bro and I, like at the time i was working in a hospital and i was just seeing people get shoved drugs mm -hmm. and then like chinese medicine was like herbs and like stages of healing like in america when you get hurt you take ibuprofen and ice it stops inflammation you're like oh I'm hurt. Well, when you stop inflammation, that stops healing. It's part of the healing process. Inflammation, cell proliferation, like cell regeneration. So you're like, stop swelling, body lays scar tissue. So I had all these injuries. I'm like, I would take ice baths all the time and shit because I thought that's what you would do. I'd go to practice, take an ice bath, ice my arm. I'm doing all the stuff I thought I would do, supposed to do, and it was the worst shit for you. Um, so I started seeing Chinese medicine, like giving herbs for like, oh, you take cooling herbs if your body's inflamed and warming herbs if your body's cold from lack of, you know, flexibility, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like weed is good. Like I need to be doing this. Like I'm seeing Western medicine with just pills and everything. And then I'm seeing the acupuncture and, and weed. I'm like, nah, this is life. This is healing. Not working in this ER where it's just crazy. No walls. Everyone's sick, screaming at each other, taking pills, all fucked up. And then people over here growing a plant, all happy. I'm like, this is like way better for life. So that's what like really pushed me into weed was that whole relationship with acupuncture and shit yeah isn't it a no, crazy journey no it's yeah. holistic no, healing it's, and it's, journey bro it works yeah like i never looked at like oh I'll just start popping pills and that'll that'll fix me it's like no shit like I'll, i i had friends die from that shit it's like yeah i'm not doing that route right so it's like as you're exploring and trying to figure it out, you come to realize that it's like all the stuff that's overlooked that just seems like mythical or like <laughs> bullshit. It's like, nah, this shit actually works. Yeah. You just got to go try it. But it's funny because every, everyone I mentioned acupuncture to, they're like, right, right, right. And they're never going to try yeah. it. But I'm just like, it's all good. I mean, you're in pain every fucking day. You should just, you should just go just try go. it. It takes like, out one out of like 10. You, you but if you studied go. it, I knew you knew. So I was like, oh shit, I got to oh, bring yeah. this up because- it's bro it's life-changing for real if you got back problems or any type of problems any muscular problem whatever go get acupuncture i guarantee you even if it's a whatever treatment it's still gonna help you yeah just look up the field that's why i tell people like for real go to acupuncture check it out research who's it. the guy Hit in orville tell, let them know who the eric, guy in eric shanky in orville yeah, orville dope. acupuncture it's you know if you're in pain it's worth the drive and people will like 
you know, go to a doctor, go get like referrals to a, a surgeon. Yeah, and, like, I did have, that for my back. Yeah, and and like um, my buddy who works at Blueprint with me, really good friend, mm -hmm. Kyle, he's had two back surgeries. Oh, wow. And, That's and scary. And he's gone to Eric a lot too. And it's just, you know, it's L4, L5. And Same when everyone damages yeah, from- Micro dissectomy mm -hmm. and is hurt. Like, and right now he's going to do some PRP. It's like plasma yep. therapy. Yep. Because I'm like, it's just brutal watching this guy like lay on his back for years now. Just a hard working dude, but and it's just in pain. Like you can't move. As know? a kid, you look at guys who are like, oh, I'm a back. And you're like, you old fucking cow. Yeah, you're like- this And then you have a back issue and you're like, oh my God. This is so real that like you you damn near need a wheelchair. Yeah, you're like, I, I can't. You're laying on the ground, like on the cold ground in the warehouse, you know, with the grow rooms. And you're like, my back won't release. It's yeah. like your back stays like an arch, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking wild. But acupuncture, I got you. No. What the journey, yeah. though? Yeah, your yeah, yeah. journey, bro, to go to first start with medicine and then go into plants and then go into weed. Yeah, that's trippy. It's been a trip. People wouldn't think, yeah, I never, you know, if somebody told me what I'm doing now, like years ago, I'd be like, no, there's no way on earth. I'm here. Even, know. even the fact that you grew up in Oroville, because for anybody that doesn't know Oroville, that's, that's, yeah. you know, it's good as humble. Kind of like it's, yeah, it's weed. the Mecca, you know, yeah. it's, it's up there. Right. And when you, if you go to that town right now, it's all weed. Yeah. All weed. Like. I was so, I didn't know about it. I didn't know anything. So I wasn't aware. It's like, if you didn't know it, if something existed, you didn't know. And this it is the time period now. What, what year are but we like going looking back, to? back? All my buddies I went to high school with, all their dads like grew weed, you know, like everyone. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no okay, clue. all this. And I always wondered, I'm like, what's that? I'm like, this is crazy, dude. I'm like, meanwhile, like my dad's over here, like working two jobs. I'm like, dude, what's, I don't understand how this works, but all right. It's weed friendly city. You got the dam, the Orville dam, the Orville new dam <laughs> almost broke and killed everyone in the town. There was an earthquake there the other night too. Crazy. Like dead in the center of Orville. I'm like, this place is not good guys. We got floods, fires, like get they out. Worried the dam was going to break and, and kill it and basically flood the whole town for a yeah. while. I remember reading it. It was great when we oh, first yeah, got out here. Dude, the wild. dam was like, it was cracking and like, yeah. and like they evacuated. And they're just everyone. like any they day evacuate. now. Yeah. The yeah, whole like, town's been flooded. There was like, gotta go. the lake got too full and then they have a spillway and the water's coming down the spillway and they're releasing water and the spillway is deteriorating, eating into the hillside under the dam. So it's going to just eat the dam out so then they have an emergency spillway and they start releasing the water and it starts eating the hillside so it's just eating the dam away and they're like dude if it's either gonna eat the dam away or we're gonna <coughs> the water's gonna get low enough and they, they do they, they have enough water out there to flood a town oh yeah the lake the lake feeds a lot of like la um and so they have to keep it it's at crazy a to see level. how low the levels are yeah, because and, and like there. we'd always be like, "Well, you guys keep it so low," but it's like a big water surge. Anything comes, they're like, they got in bad shape. So the they whole rebuilt the gone. whole dam, the whole spillway. So shit should be cool now. Crazy, right? But that's why they got. I mean, think about how much water you need to grow weed, and they got the hills. You know, what I'm saying? A, well, so it makes don't sense. People realize though, is there's a lot of farming and growth in that area mm -hmm. of, of California. Oh yeah. It's like that's more yeah, so the than whole weed. middle. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's what way I, like, more so than weed. It's well, like, what is it? Like almonds and shit. Rice, Everything. Pistachios, like, wine. When I, when I like got out of the small crop, tons of, of, you know, farmland. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, well, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I was you rice look at California, the whole middle section. If you literally take California, you put your finger at the top and the finger at the bottom, the whole middle yeah. is yeah, all not just farmation. No, yeah, it's just the top is. and the bottom. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like the central Valley, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. boom, it's where all the ag land is, the farming, everything happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's all farmland. Thank yeah. God they didn't push the weed industry out there. 
they probably tried. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They'd love for us to go in the middle of nowhere for sure. and grow a little bit of weed way away from everybody else. And it's funny, like, you know, weed is like you grow these sticky arms. So it's like the mountain is like that fresh, clean air. You know, you go down into like Agland as dusty as can be, mm-hmm. blowing around, your weed's all brown. It's like that's what I like not you know, for real mendo weed and humble and stuff it's like oh this weed's dank it's like that crisp ni- microclimate good air good air and like yeah exactly not good all air just- good sun different it's crazy how vast and diverse california the state is yeah it just covers the whole coast you know so we get everything um what was it like growing up in oroville <sighs> dude i mean yeah it was like you know i don't know it was it was cool f- for me um what sport you say sports what uh what sports baseball baseball football basketball you know cross country kind of thing but like baseball baseball and football were more like when it hit high school it's like football was a blast you know baseball was a blast was everyone yeah. growing did you realize at a young age everyone was growing weed out there oh uh, yeah like you know like yeah my into my senior year basically okay into my senior year yeah. it's like okay this is what's like going on and that's kind of when i was like you know, I'm super competitive and like it's sports and everything. I was like, dude, like if I, w- I want to be the worst, I truly want to be the worst. I hope everyone's better than me. Could you imagine growing up with like dudes that are the best at something? Mm-hmm. You're going to be good too. So, you know, I was um, always wanted that love competition, love being the worst. Like, so I can learn the most and um, push myself. So I saw people growing that I was like, dude, I'll, whatever it is, we're doing i'll do it better than you if you're doing this and oh you're growing the best weed and stuff i'll grow the best weed like so that was kind of the the little uh you know push on the competition side is everyone was kind of doing it i was like okay shit i want to do it mm-hmm. and so where's it start what's this so, we, so we let's go back to the collective effort or sherwood yeah. forest sorry sherwood. um you 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 go you meet with Caleb, which mm-hmm. this is legendary. I mean, you're, did yeah. you did you realize at this point you no. you had met someone that could had the potential to like you know I met you know no really help you launch some shit. No clue. You dive in with them and yeah, where like, to go? Uh, where does it go from there? I was you know I was fortunate. It's like to all the people to meet and it was like there was something about them though. Like and I I like being around good teams too. I'm like there's something like they're doing something whatever it is. Like it felt good and uh so yeah i met him and started working out the grow and was just sweeping the floor and i would just like sleep there you know a few nights of the week where and i had a garden up north and was still going to school at the time actually so i was like just sleeping in the garden wake up at like 3 a.m go take care of this drive over here work like 24 hours a day basically trying to float all three things and i was like look until my outdoor uh, harvest i'm gonna be kind of doing everything then once my outdoor harvested i could focus more on that and i was just like working in the garden waiting for the greenhouse opportunity and it never came through and they're like hey we're getting a spot in sacramento you want to go out there and work i'm like that's cool like i was just willing to go wherever so i was like if i got a, whatever it is cool be here cool so i went to sacramento and started working out the grow and it was like i had no clue what i was doing <laughs> i'm like working at this you know it's still bandwagon is the name of the grow um, bw um what year was this this is like i don't know 2014 Look at I'm this. Bad with years, you so got in the door. Still, years, though, I mean, yeah. but you I'm wouldn't sorry. have taken the job that they were they were hiring for a greenhouse, and you said you were greenhouse even though you never had right. Never had, yeah. Then that greenhouse never came about, so you would have never had a job if you wouldn't have just put your foot in the door. Yeah, 
exactly. That I mean, it says so much, bro. And like when I was taking the job, they were looking for trimmers. And Eric Shanky, the acupuncturist, was kind of my mentor. I'm like, hey, I'm going to maybe take this job in the Bay Trimming. He's like, why would you do that? He's like, you're doing this, this. He's like, tell him you don't want trimming job. Tell him you want to run and run things. So I was like, yeah, I want to run things. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, this is tight. Hell um, yeah. And just like, and it was like, <laughs> then the pressure was on. It's like, yeah. okay. I shouldn't be here, but I'm here, Yeah, you know, but like, let's do this. So I'm just researching like crazy every night, like any bit of information I can find on the internet, everything, asking anyone I know about anything. And, and at the same time, applying that every day to the plants and observing like, what did, what did I do? And what is happening to the plant? That's not good. Don't ever do that again. You know, and then I have bosses too, like you need to do this. And you're like, ah, oh, man, I just don't know. Like, it seems like you don't know either. So like, why should I trust you? And uh, I got myself in a lot of trouble working, uh, you know, connected early on. And I always, cause I just like, I questioned a lot of stuff and I, and I learned a lot through it. It's like how to go about challenging something and and um you know a trial how to truly do a trial and to have a control too like this is what mm. we do okay if we want to if we want to tweak something we'll tweak it outside of it and we'll do it in a controlled setting and we'll and we'll do the grower standard versus the variable right and we'll look at it so it taught me a lot but i was yeah i was i was a little wild um and yeah got gotten to a spot where basically they're like a new ceo came on and they're like, look, you have, you're walking on thin ice. And I was like kind of challenging stuff. I was like, I want, I want to run it the way I want to run it. And they're like, okay, you have like 60 or 90 days. You're going to do everything you want. And if it's better than the last historical year, then you got the job. If not, you're going to be sweeping floors forever here. And you might as well just quit now. I'm like, Ooh. all right, deal accepted. Let's do it. And 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 like you know two runs later they're like all right the guy who was kind of overseeing all the grows they're like you're out and you Damn. know it was, so that was like one of how, the big how far was it how far how long had you been working at this point a couple of years okay wow. a couple a years of years people to wrap their head and around it wasn't two weeks in yeah 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 a couple years a couple years in and and you know then some more like and so at this point connected has like two or three grows and um you're in the sack spot. I'm so. in the sack spot. There's another sack spot, an Oakland spot, and then soon to be another Sacramento spot. And, you know, Caleb was, Caleb was really good at what he did. He would come in and be like, hey, the other places are way better. This place looks like shit. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like you do everything right. There'd be a million things done right. There's one thing wrong. He's like, what's up with this? You're like, dude, like... What about all this other good stuff? He was stuff? good at coming in and spotting. Yeah, what? and just like picking out anything that could Pushing. be wrong. Yeah, and and be like, this sucks. Like, you got to do better. And I'm the type of guy, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'll show you better then. I'm like, fuck you. I'll work every hour of every day of every second and not stop. You know, so he just, he knew how to drive me, especially. And I was like, dude, so like all of it, just all the pressure of, you know, just learning it, wanting to do it. The industry is moving so fast. It's a cool, and you know, at this time we're growing the gelatos and animal cookies, sunset sherbets, it's, you know, uh, cookies. It's like, this thing is sick. Like people, it's a big deal. 
the most so, famous strains in Connected's history that as far as like when they made their name, yeah. basically. Gelato 25, 33, 41, 45, Animal Cookies, Sunset <laughs> Sherbert. Like that was like the rose in the rooms. That's wild. And learning the gelatos and like now stepping back in perspective, like Gelato 41 in particular is a tough plant to grow and tough plant to have a finished product that's good. Like you can kill the terps on it. It can be whatever, smell basement-y, musty. It's, it's a tough plant to grow. So we're in there just like ripping our hair out doing the craziest things ever cocoa beds shoveling out tons of dirt blowing our backs out doing just the craziest stuff just working so hard testing um, testing different methods and trying to get just, it yeah just trying to be the best you know we could be on every front so yeah caleb's coming in there talking shit like pushing us to do you know go better um, so yeah, it was cool. Then, then it evolved into like all the grows kind of starting to work together. Um, we, for a while it was, yeah, every grow was on an Island and Caleb would just be like, you guys fucking suck come in. And then we started, everyone like a little started talking to each other. Like he says the same thing to me. And we're like, <laughs> oh, we're like what? And, uh, but you know, so yeah, it was, it was a good thing though. And, uh, and then yeah. that evolved into like us, like all like having team meetings, like Hunter mm-hmm. was one of the growers, Attila, uh, Kenny. So a lot of those guys are still with the company and shout out to them. Like, thank you guys for everything you did for, uh, for me and for the brands and for the industry. Um, just, you know, was blessed to be around, uh, other good working, hardworking people and the opportunities, the platform and all of it was there for us to have a sandbox to, you know, push it. I, I couldn't have done this if I didn't have those hours sitting in there, you know, messing things up. I, I couldn't have done it. It's, that purpose that pushed you. Yeah. it's like all that's experience and yeah, purpose, like trying, I, I couldn't do what I'm doing right now without that. You got you got drive just installed like in your DNA. I can just tell. Yeah, yeah. I could say some off the wall shit right now. I'm like, you down right now? Like yeah. you'd be like, yeah, let's let's go, let's yeah. do it. You know, it's hard for you to say no. Yeah, I like with it. shit yeah. like that. I'm like any. I'm like, dude, it sounds sick. Let's get it. It's, so it's hard to like channel stuff sometimes. So I'm do like, you have a girl at these times and a kid this. or anything like that? At this time, like through this, no. Like, it's all focus. Uh, you know, a girlfriend here or there. Yeah, yeah, but um, nothing like I was married and I had a kid. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and like, yeah, exactly. Girlfriend, but nothing nothing like that. Now I have a, a fiance and a kid, a three-year-old. Um, so it definitely adds a dynamic to it. You know, it's it's tough. Like there's a, you know, we I can work 24 hours a day. So I have to balance family and not just like being there, but like actually being there and paying attention while I'm like thinking about a million things, getting a million texts, like. You know you, how it is. You guys are just, it's the grind. Yeah. Do you think you could have sharpened your tool as sharp with uh, with the family that you have now? Meaning like at that same time? Like no. if you, would, you wouldn't even be able to juggle the same. I wouldn't have been able yeah. to juggle it. Because I was legitimately like, yeah. Like at the time I was like, yeah, I don't want to get myself in trouble. But like I'm like running a couple grows for the company. Then I'm like running two like trap houses and like doing, you know, this with my buddy. And it's like work all day, come home, work with plants till 11, 12 o'clock at night, and then go to bed and wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and do that seven days a week for years, you know, for years. Like I remember a buddy like moved up to Washington. He's like, I just got the job. He's like, come see me. I'm like, all right, when I get like some time off or something. And like three years later, he's like, dude, it's been three years. I'm like, dude, I haven't even, I swear I've never even left. I'm like, I've not taken a day off. I'm like, holy shit. I'm coming up to say what's up. It was crazy. Yeah, it was an obsession for sure. That's but, fucking amazing. So, so you, you guys are, you're in sack, you're doing your thing. You guys are running all these strains. You finally find out, oh, this is how this guy's pushing us and stuff like that. You know, 
you, you, you manage to prove your method, take the top spot in this spot. Uh, yeah, so you're like, pretty much running the spot at this point. Yeah. Like, so then we like started, we went to like, I, something happened where I went over to one of the other grows and I saw they were dealing with some issues like pest management and plant health. I'm like, dude, I don't deal with any of that. And like, I cut the clones for them at the time or like we shared like nursery. I'm like, what's going on? So we're like, you know, a little backstory too, um, is like, yeah, I had like dated a girl that was within the company and it caused like riff amongst the crew. And it was a learning lesson on my part. So that is something I have to mention because it added like a fold of dynamic into this. I started working with these other growers now that they have been all longtime friends. And I'm like the first outsider get brought in. And so it not, people weren't like my biggest fan. So I really had to work hard at everything I did to be like, dude, like, you have to be liked as well. So I started working with other grows. And so I have to mend the relationships first and like gain trust. And I'm not coming in here to tell you what to do. I'm coming in here because I really want you to be better and, you know, help out with your problems. I know this is stressful. I know none of us sleep about this. And I know you don't want this because I know Caleb's yelling at you just as much as he's yelling at me. So like, this is not good. So came in and, uh, you know, work through that and get everyone like on the same page. And so, yeah, it worked into like, yeah, just like working on plant health. And then we were just making roles as we went. And it was like, okay, now it worked into the director role where I'm just kind of overseeing all the movement. What are we doing on the breeding program? What are we doing in the nursery? What are we doing in bedrooms, flower rooms? How are we drying, carrying all that? And just kind of looking through all of that and making sure everything's flowing how it should because people know the difference between the grows, all the grows. We got to try to get this the same to where when people buy a jar connected, they know what it is. Not like, oh, this grow doesn't do as good. It's like we have to be the same. So that was the objective there. But yeah. I don't know. There's tons to talk about there. So I'm like going off in veins. Nah, but I, mean, let's, is, I, I like where the story is going. So yeah. now you're, you're, you, you got your spot going and you're bouncing around to other spots. So you're playing more of, like you said, the director role management, learning about, I'm sure now, not just plant skills, people skills. Yeah, exactly. And that's like the big, which part. is huge. Cause it's, it's, it's like two different parts. Cause we talk harder. about this on the show a lot is that, uh, a lot of people that are good with plants aren't that good with people. Yeah. So this is where it gets probably interesting that you've you're 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 working diligently to get good at both at this point. Hello guys, Alex here, owner of Mango Tech Store. We are the house of Trollmaster. We are the house of Think Bro. Whether you're growing commercially, growing at home, or growing in a tent, we got you. Come see us. We got the best pricing, best customer support. Nobody can beat us. Mango Tech. Like I said before, with the house of Trollmaster and with the house of Think Bro, we got the new lifter in-house. Order up. Yeah. And like, yeah, people and processes, you know, and like, Hey guys, like I know, yeah, growers just been growing weed. I'm like, Hey, here's a spreadsheet to fill out. They're like, what? Like, I'm like, you don't know Excel. You don't know how to, how to do this. Or like, you know, and I didn't, I had, you know, going back to when I was growing too, I was like, how do you like, I was like, why are the tables this far apart? Why are the lights this away far away from the tray like who built this you know and talking with everyone you know it's like oh this is what we thought or whatever you know the people just passing down information and everything was good but it was like could it be better like how do you design a facility how do you make it more efficient and i'm, a, I'm obsessed with facility design 
That's like my favorite thing. And one of my favorite things in the space is like designing a facility. And a lot of people, oh, I design a facility. It's like laying out a facility that has no bottlenecks front to back and is utilizing all the space efficiently. Like you go to spots that have a big bedroom that's never going to be used. You're like, that could have been flower lights or their bedroom is not the right size. Their dry rooms. It's like all of those have relationships. If you have this many flower lights, you need this many moms, right? You need this many clones. You need this much dry space and the square footage calculations to truly balance that and make that the most optimized facility. I like got super into that and it started with doing that at the grows and working on Excel sheets, writing down formulas, writing down what you did in the run, recording like what your yield was and trying to get efficient with this and make like a whole suite. That's like, okay, we can record what we're doing without being too much of a burden. I don't want to sit there and take notes on everything, but so I was working on all that. So yeah. So then, yeah, fast forward, like trying to get everyone on like sheets and get this thing organized. And we have, you know, Connected's now a full-blown company. It's like, what, what's the supply chain? What rooms have what strains? What's your projected yield off of this? So we know what we're going to have to sell. So, you know, just building that whole thing out and yeah, trying to get growers who are just stubborn and just want to grow to like, you know, be a part of that. It was, it was fun. To, to in that period of time though, there's a lot going on with connected as well. You guys originally had burner. It was like cookies connected together. Right. And yep, then it transitioned separate. to just connected. Uh, you guys have to switch all those strains out or how does that work with like, you, you know, cause I know, I know there's that wave of like, you guys basically then have all your own stuff now. Yeah. And like, I didn't, if know, you don't mind talking about it, no, you know, and I don't, and I don't know a lot of the politics, mm -hmm. you know, I was honestly just focused on growing weed. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, like, that's all I care about. Um, so well, you've been what, dialing these strains in and now you got to switch them all out. Yeah. And like, you know, some of them stayed and I think that's where like a lot of the, uh, controversy was around or like problems, uh, within, uh, the internal groups was like who, uh, gelato, who did it belong to, who was allowed to keep it. Um, so we kept a lot of those, but then we, mm -hmm. yeah, started on the breeding. Um, so it, on the grow front, it wasn't too much of a, too much of a change, but it was a little more like, and, you know, looking back, it's like, okay, this was going into a brand. Like how much, now that I have a brand, like understanding it, I'm like, man, that was like, we were trusted a, a lot with like, a big thing you know like grow this weed for this big company it's like looking back i was like holy shit like we're signing on these jars essentially like check this out and we're in there like figure it out dude <laughs> <laughs> right it's it, small picture big picture Playing totally off dribble. yeah for real but dialing in that's what people don't get this whole time you're figuring out why do the lights have to be this far why do we put the trays this far why don't we run six plants of trays side by side instead of five why does this one yield different should we tie this one down should we yeah. not all these little factors that start to create what connected is yeah what at this point like what key players were you really talking to and listening to when it came to your information and your tech that you actually implemented because you know you hear a lot of shit and it's like it might be coming from someone you don't know that well and it's hard to trust that for your own situation yeah it's it's hard to say just looking back it was just because it was so much and like what fell off and stuck together i always say though you know like i i love like yeah listening to somebody who knows more than i do and just like if they can say one thing that you can you know subtract from it or deduct from it like okay this is valuable um, then you win. So it was just little bits over the years, but you know, so all the growers, again, Hunter, Kenny, Attila, K 
Caleb, Dylan, and uh, all of the guys I worked with in the garden forever. You know, I'm not mentioning everyone's name, but all you guys um, for, you know, just talking. Because I was very like, a lot of people were like, hey, you don't worry about it. We'll grow the weed. You get to the work. I'm like, what are you guys like thinking in here with this? Like, what's everyone thinking? And not that I'm going to listen to what you have to say, but what do you, what is it that you're thinking? So just try to glean from everyone in the garden and, and read as much stuff. And that's when I got addicted to Instagram though, was like looking at everyone's grows, reading all the comments, looking at everything like interesting, like how this is set up or this is what he's talking about. And then you, you read something and you like start researching it. You're like, Oh, what's VPD? What is mm -hmm. this? Oh, what's this have to deal with? Um, you know, and so just, you dive into all these wormholes. So then you have to like strip down every function, like, Oh, cloning. Like what is like, you know, rooting hormone, like how's this work? And you dive into all these little segments and you learn about all these little things that takes you from, you know, like, you know, cultivation to consumption. It's like my IG name. It's like from growing it to smoking it and analyzing everything in between. So you're just running through all of it, you know, and then like, once you like, feel like you like know about all that, then you have to put it all together. And like, how does all this fit together? Okay. If I'm cloning and growing like this, how, what's this whole system look like? And so then working that back and forth, dissecting different pieces, rebuilding that piece back into the system and just making this whole thing a system, you know, from cultivation to consumption, how it's grown to how it tastes, all of this matters. You know, we're growing it to smoke it. So it's not just growing it. It's like, you know, to the finish line. Dude, that so, is so huge. What you which, just which dropped. makes a big difference. So. <laughs> I think I blacked yes. out. I don't even know what happened. What do you think? <laughs> Like what, what, you, what was I asked even? What do you what do you think a percentage of growers that actually smoke cannabis versus growers that don't smoke? You know, it's from what I've seen, I would say it's heavier on the they don't smoke side, especially in like How the rec you, scene. Do you think that that yeah inhibits their ability to perfect their craft? Absolutely. You know, be like a chef cooking a meal and never tasting never it, never right? tasting it. You know. Like I say, like, yeah, I use I almost think that should, all the time. I almost think, you know, and people may take offense to this. I don't really care if they do, but I almost think you shouldn't be able to grow weed if you're not going to try it. Yeah, it does yourself a disservice. So, if, yeah, flip it. You got to, if you, you got to stop that I don't smoke shit, start smoking some weed if you're growing it so that you can at least test your flavors out. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you don't smoke with the regular, but no, you're going to smoke a joint of that shit you just grew. Yeah. And if you can't, then you should be able to sell it. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, you could throw so many it's analogies like, at it and people will get wild too with this one. Like, it'd be like saying like you're a, you're a pitcher and you just throw a ball into a black tunnel and you're like, dude, I'm savage. It's like you didn't throw it to a catcher or batter to say if it's a strike. You don't know what actually happened. You just threw a ball. No target. It's like you just grew some weed. But cool. How's it smoke? How's it taste? This, How's it burn? It's supposed to be consumed. How do you feel? What's the next step? To the point where, you know, you, know, you could just inhale it a few times, right? And get it maybe even one time. Yeah. And the rest just taste it. You don't even inhale it. Not even saying inhale it, but light that thing up, smoke it. You don't got to inhale every hit, but you should be smoking your own product if you're growing cannabis and offering it to the market, especially if you know people are going to line up and smoke it themselves. Because if you did that, you lit it up and you hit it, you're like, oh my, that's terrible. It's like, what? Something happened. A lot of people well, would realize I should, I should that change something. A lot. You know, otherwise, you're blind. You're like, dude, this is so sick. I'm killing it. The old homies <laughs> I came up with would get a double bubbler or a bubbler. They'd uh -huh. pack one piece of top nug in the top. They'd hit it with like a match or some type of thing after, I swear to God. And they would be like, the flavor's on point. It's 
it's tasting good. Like that was like the, and they would literally buy a piece sometimes every harvest. They would go out, buy a $200 rig, right? With a double bubbler. And they're like, I don't want to re, yeah, I don't want nothing. it to taste like any cleaner or anything, you know? Yeah. And it would be crazy. And he would pack one little, I remember my homies doing this, pack one piece of top nug in there, hit it. And, and they were like, even with a match and shit, and they would, and he would be like, I don't know, man. And I, I KP, yeah. he would do this like yeah. avidly coming up and then it transitioned to our crew and it was like, yeah, they, they didn't like, yeah, they like smoking, but that was like a tradition, like taste the product you just finished. Like it's, it have to, like you have to. Yo, I'm here at Grow Generation and what do they have? One of our sponsors, Lux Lighting, the highest quality components designed in Los Angeles and distributed globally. Go to luxlighting.com to find out more and find out what all the big grows and all the pros are using the grow. Hey, so we want to give a major shout out to a premier sponsor of the show, CanFan. We've been rocking with CanFan since the beginning of this thing. I remember when Black Leaf came to me and said, hey, when you're smoking inside, you should really hook up a CanFan. CanFan with a CanFan fan, and then a controller to control that fan. So when you're smoking, light up, boom, cut the fan on. You don't piss your neighbors off, keep everything kosher. And I know that Black Leaf only found that out because of one reason. I mean, essential in smoke rooms, essential in grow rooms, same thing. We're killing smell. Can filters, can fans. The product line is essential in any grow room. We've been rocking it for a decade plus. First smoke of the day, can filters, family. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. That just spurred that thought in my mind. It's like, yeah, if you never consume it, you miss the whole point yeah. of how you could go back and make it better. Like, Boom. I it's like to, not tasting the recipe at the end. Like, 100%. You're serving cold soup. You don't even know. Yeah, like what like is sauce? Yeah, and and it's like a lot of people. You want a, like a reason to do it. So if you realize like you're making something not good, you want to do better. Likely for sure. So, no, most of these people that I'm speaking on, they're competitive. Yeah, that's the they're thing. just yeah. like I don't smoke. I don't like it. I don't like the effect. I mean, you shouldn't be growing it. They what about the people that say, "Well, I rely on someone near me." I rely on a buddy to tell me. Yeah, it's, is know. that person doing the making the moves you make every day? No, it's a lot of questions. Like, you yeah. know, rely on other people. I mean, and yeah, that's what we used to and still do. Still do every harvest, smoke everything, every batch. You know, we used to smoke after the heart. Like it's D stick trimming. We'd smoke it and we'd sit around and be like, "I'm like, nah, this sucks. Like this sucks. This is like hollow." There's like, and now like talking more people in the industry, like you start hearing common words of like real smokers. They're like, yeah, that was like hollow. Didn't have much sus in it. You're like, interesting. That's you, what I used to say too. Like smoke something that's like nothing there. And like, you know, one run, there's one run I remember in particular. I was like, this is going to be the best weed on earth, period. I'm going to flush it like crazy. I'm hitting it with so much water and zero PPMs coming out or like 20 PPMs, whatever the city water was at the time. And the weed and in this run was what gelinade was found, like a bunch of, you know, the, the, uh, Fino's plants still run by connected. They were found in this run and there was a lot riding on this run. I was like, there were so many seeds in there. We had so much going on and, um, we harvest it and it's the worst weed ever. Like it's the worst weed ever. I'm like, this is insane. Like, how could this be so bad? And so I, that's when I started researching like other crops and tomatoes and, and whatnot, but, um, and to yeah, get on nutrition, but it was like, we smoked everything and it was brutal. Like I would sweat at night, just freaking out. Like there's nothing you can do to take the harvest back. Like the weed is grown. Like it's over, dude. Like the, it's 
the worst feeling ever is smoking your own product and it's not good. It really and is. And you're, you, then you smoke it over and over and then you smoke some, and you're just like, it's like kicking your, it's like literally just the most depressing thing for like months it is. until you have a good run again. So that could be six it months. Really that is. could be two or three. Cause sometimes it's not just the next one yep. that gets better. You're only as good as your last run. And if that last Boom. run's bad, like it's, it's, if it's good, it's good. And it's on to the next one. And if it's bad, you know, you're just living in it. And like, then you're smoking it again. Like, is it good? Like, it's not, it's, it's decent. Smoke it again. You're getting hella high. You're all like freaking out. You're like, it's not good, dude. It's not good. <laughs> like it, it can be stressful for sure. It's a lot riding on it. You know, people don't understand just the difficulty. It's a biological process. It's a plant. We have people in there and a plant. It's like, there's so much going on little things and just, you know, anything can go wrong. You can do everything perfect. Your AC goes down, you know, damages the crop, whatever you bag something too early. There's so many little nuances to just bring every time, like good weed, every time room after room, year after year, it's tough, stress, stressful. That's why the companies that are doing the best at it, their valuations are going to be insane because when the real money guys get into this and realize how hard it is to cash crop this, yeah. what it really and is to build brands, and right they're going to be like, <clears throat> we should just acquire this yeah. for X amount. You know what I'm saying? They, they're going to start to, and I'm not saying either way it's good or bad, but they're, they're going to realize it is like that. It's so hard to build this cash crop, this thing that is smokes perfect. Every run's great. You guys have all these great strains everyone loves. You have a brand people actually connect with. You know, it's like, nah, man. Yeah. They're not going to do that. They're going to come in and, and throw huge money around. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. 100%. It's tough. It really is. How do you replicate guys like you the same? Like you said, there's five growers that connected and they've all been there for what, 10 years plus? Yeah. Bro, that just speaks to the management, that speaks to the owners, that speaks to everything. Yeah. Got, you know, longtime friends of Caleb too. And just, yeah, people, it was, and that's what it was that connected. It was a group of people that were just ready to ride. Like everyone's like, no questions asked. Like, let's go. And I think that's what makes like good teams and groups is just believing in the system. Like, you know, if we believe in this and fully throw towards this and put our focus towards this, you'll be blown away with what you could accomplish. You'll be like, dude, I thought we were going to get here and you're way up here. Like, this is crazy. If you just work. So a lot of it too, man, people like just work. If you put in the extra, extra thing every day, it doesn't become extra after a while. And you're just, you're ahead, you're ahead. You know, if, it's like, if you're building a house, you're off an inch in the beginning, you're off a mile at the end type of thing. It's like every drop in the bucket counts. So every little drop, all of a sudden, a few years down the road, you're like, dude, I got a lot more buckets filled up than you do. You know, let's keep riding. And so. Right. Whole team's got to be on that page. I Whole love how you drop that relentlessly focused. Yep. So, so where do we go from there, man? You're, you're in more of a director role. You're connected. What's it like? How, you know. And how it's still to like to make it not glorious. It's still like trying to figure out how to grow better weed, you know, mm -hmm. it's still like working on that. Um, but yeah, so connected, like, yeah, we kept evolving and, um, we had, you know, I was giving everything I could to the company and the company is looking to just get bigger and, um, expand what we're currently doing. And I just didn't have like the you know, life experience to be like, okay, yeah, we're going to start an R and D program run like this and like really push it to that next level. Um, and so we started looking for like a, you know, VP or somebody above me to like really push this thing. And we interviewed a bunch of people and they ended up hiring a guy, Ian, uh, Ian justice who he worked for Driscoll's berries 
for a long time. And I was a plant science guy and knows a lot about plants, um, agronomy, fertilizer pro- trials. And so he, he gets hired and we start just kind of redoing a lot what's going on there, rethinking. He's like, hey, I'm going to be asking a lot of questions. Why do we do this? And a lot of people, you know, like growers are, growers can, uh, you know, you come into a grow and people are like, this is how I do it. And they're very prideful. Um, I think that's one thing I'm good at with a lot of growers is I'm like, dude, like I'm not coming in to tell you what to do at all. Like you, um, you do cool stuff too. There's no, you know, I'm the best at this or whatever it is. Coming into growers and, and basically telling them what to do and how to change their no, regiment. How, how, how are you able to come in there and kind of help them? Not, you know, just not step on their toes. Like yeah. just have an approach about it. That's like, I'm just here to help. Like, I don't care if you don't listen to me. I really don't. Like, I, I know this is stressful. I know you don't like that. Like, we'll just talk about it. It's nothing crazy. Let's just think, talk through these processes. Might just be a simple thing you're doing. I know you're trying hella hard. I can see it, but so just having that approach is just being able to work with growers. That was something that was fun to learn. Um, but yeah, so we start changing, you know, to looking at reevaluating a lot of our processes. And um, at that point, I just was like, I felt like I had given everything I could to the company and I had learned as much as I could learn. And it was time for me just to go do something else. And uh, that's so I, you know, I stepped down from connected. I, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I felt like, yeah, a lot, you know, on the grow side, I was like, man, there's a lot of cool stuff to show people. People want to know this stuff. I'm like, you get a brand around this, like just, just the basics, like this is weed. And so, I, but I didn't know what that really meant. I was just kind of thinking, and I took a job with a tissue culture company, Conceptions Nursery, and it was kind of the interface between the, the lab and the grows. Like basically the grows are like, Hey, we're having problems with our plants. The lab's like, go check it out. Like, is it them or us? What's going on? So I started doing that. And it was kind of like the objective was to go see as many grows as I could. Because I'd just been in my connected bubble for 10 years. Like, I didn't know anything else. Like, I see people doing other stuff, but I didn't go to other grows. It's not like... And it's not like I was anybody. I was just a grower at Connected. It's not like Jordan, the grower or whatever, you know, or these guys. Like, we were just workers. Like, we didn't have, like, we didn't know anybody necessarily. So I didn't have a bunch of connections in the industry like that. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to go around and meet a bunch of growers, check out a bunch of grows and see what it's about. So I was just traveling the state, just greenhouses to indoor, checking out what people are doing. And I was like, all right, it's time to get a brand going. Like, I see people out there that I'm like, dude, like legitimately have you heard of the internet like you need to just google something and i mean it in the nicest way ever like what is going on here like this isn't good you know like it's truly not so that's the kind of stuff i was seeing so i was like it's time like we got to get a brand so I started thinking of like what are what are a few grows that you saw where you're like oh shit these people where this time did you see did you see any where you were like oh shit these guys are on point yeah i saw grows where like the infrastructure was right and people were doing you know decent stuff for sure but i just felt like a lot of people were missing the like missing the target on stuff so looking back you realized that your situation it was a yeah it was good you guys were ahead of the head of the curve yeah and i was like okay i understand why connect like what we're doing and i was like looking at people's product i'm like no i'm like dude that's a miss like we could do this better for sure and not just quality probably what strains they chose to run the branding behind it just the whole thought Mm -hmm. like you know just exactly and like because a lot of these guys don't smoke weed 
and or don't know the industry. So they're just like, we're growing weed. It's like, no, hey, man, like, not anymore. Oh, like, it's, you're growing weed f for somebody to maybe buy it. We're growing weed because somebody wants to smoke this. Like, somebody mm. wants this. Like, it's, it's different. You know, it's Whoa. taken. It's like, you know, if there's a purpose for it, you know, so it's like, that's kind of the thing. It's like, we have a pulse on the industry. We are the industry. We are the people smoking it. And this is what the people want. So there's no confusion around. So that's when it's hard to beat people. When it's like, you are it. Like Lil Wayne, like said in an interview, while, like, yeah. you don't write anything down. He's like, I am music. Like I am it. I was like, damn dude, he is music. So it's like, when you are weed, it's hard to compete with that. So seeing people like, what are you growing this for? Like, what is this for money? You trying know? to just make some money. Yeah. And trying to make some money and they're trying to figure it out. And like, you know, I go to these grows and the growers are like, oh, saying the weirdest stuff. I'm like, why are you lying to yourself? Like, that's a disservice. That's not what happened. Like, oh yeah. Somebody like, you know, mess with something. I'm like, that's not, no, like you're doing something wrong. Like let's, and you know, people sweep stuff under the rug and pretend like there's not problems. I'm like, it's okay. There's problems like every day. This is tough. Let's talk about it instead of trying to be like, oh, you're the best. So it prevents you from excelling when you're like, oh, this is good. You know? So whatever. Yeah. I saw a lot of that. People like we're going around people like we're killing it and they're not killing it. I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm killing it and I'm doing better than you. So that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, just like what Doja said. And you show up and they're like, this is the best shit we've been putting out. And you're like, Dude, this is I'd be I'd be tripping. Yeah, if I and, had this, and it's hard to it's say too. I'm like, oh yeah, it's, I'm like, damn, you know, good shit. Like, I appreciate super hard this. to say. Uh, you know, like you know, and I'll like try to say stuff that's like like oh like great, you know, effort on everything. Like, commend you for showing up every day. <laughs> it it all comes down to perspective. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Because yeah. you didn't realize it, but man, you had landed in in the middle of a situation that had a lot of perspective mm -hmm. of what the future would look like and what it needed to be right exactly. and made the right connections and shit high awareness and then you go to these other situations where you know they've been everything's been you know just isolated yeah and, and like, they don't even smoke on top of it and it's like you're lost bro you're lost they're the products lost the processes are lost the people here are lost and it's it, obvious, yeah. you know. And if you would have just smoked a joint, you probably could have found that out. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's holy shit. That's such a, little, a great simple point. Yeah. So this weird meeting, we could have just smoked a joint. Dude, a talk for a couple My bad, hours. A bowl. Yeah, a bowl. A bowl. Take a hit, bro. And let's we'll just go like, like kind of talk about this whole big picture instead of like spitting out a computer program like recipe. They're like, "This is how you." All right, let's do it. And so, dude, like, this dude, is secretive ancient from my uncle's buddy that. <laughs> you're like yeah. nah man yeah. <laughs> like, nah. and it all goes back to just smoking your product at the end run and not lying to yourself yeah because that that's you're the best test of it is like nah damn it was better the time before and then know what people what smokers are saying is the best out and if you want to compare something well then there you go that's your that's your that's your people to look at you know but yeah. it's your case study right there but you got to try some yeah I mean, absolutely and like you know this and like you know a lot of growers too it'd be like a 10-year outdoor grower has had 10 harvests a 10-year indoor grower depending on as many rooms as he had if you had 10 rooms six harvests a year you know, 60 harvest, 600 harvest. You had 600 harvests at end of 10 years and he had 10. 
You're like, I saw a lot more plants than you did. So you're seeing this and you have all these rooms after each other and you did this and then you see the next room and you're like, oh, wow. You're like, you do something and it's in the next week. You're like, that wasn't good. Like, okay, don't do that again. So you're seeing like you, you do oh, something shit. and you see it, you know, so you get that response immediately. Like not good, good, not good, good. So you're just working through it. So like seeing all those harvests was a huge thing for me too. Just observing like crazy, going as much as looking at the plants, observe. That's my number one thing in the garden everybody observe this plant doesn't speak it just sits there and it tells you how it feels through the way it looks so we have to observe it the environment everything we just look at it. so slow down and look at the plant that's my biggest thing but people wow. don't get what you just said there because wow. if you have four rooms and you're harvesting you're basically harvesting every week to every other week so you're able to make these micro adjustments and then you're like okay not to the next room because you're about to harvest the next room the next week that room comes back online now you have another go so it's like if you're that dialed and let's say you're running a 60 to 62 day strains and you're i mean you could potentially you're having a harvest every week you can literally make micro adjustments week by week not hard not even you know month by month or or yeah. year by year year by year week by week you're making adjustments yeah and then like you know for again for outdoors or greenhouse guys like cool it was your spring run spring next year is going to be a whole different spring you'll never see that again you'll never ever see that again so that's where like experience comes in big with those guys like just wow. all of that you know like changing the season like i felt this cold front before open the hatch you know whatever yeah you know just that's things gangster. like little things that's like dude it matters at the end of it mm -hmm. this is a like delicate you know crop we're growing wow think about that 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 people don't I, you know i'm as a grower don't think about that for the guys out there smoking you're talking about not one spring not two springs but 10 springs and knowing like oh it was cold like seven eight years ago like this in the beginning and it's it's getting a little you know and you start to feel these damn the fucking soil feels a little cold right now versus how warm it should be for the heat yeah. pushing down on it now these roots aren't going to grow as fast or it's not going to absorb as much water so they have to build bigger beds or they have to uh, very interesting what you just said there that's yeah. you, you know for these guys like i mean there's a whole convo just about that that's interesting and bro. like observation like seeing something like if you had spider mites in your room and you saw the first spider mite say like it's taken care of or did you see it when it's like infested what's your observation level at did you see the change did you feel the change because like the if you see in it it's already already in, in progress you know it's like oh this has already been happening so when can you see something immediately going wrong that's where like observation coming in look at the plants really pay with purpose too We're not, oh yeah look at the plant look at this leaf look at this leaf look at this outside plant inside plant the plant that gets the most light on it the plant that gets the least light on it that'll tell you something the plant that gets the most light if it's you know it might be deficient the plant that gets the least light might be perfect you know and that's balancing rooms and getting airflow right trying to get everything looking you know similar and eating the same and just trying to make everything be the same throughout the room so it's all observation and trying to make adjustments and a lot of people they might not have the tools or resources they're handcuffed you know, that's working with your bosses and people trying to convince them and show the data like, hey, this is what's going. This is where we're losing. And that's the fun stuff at Connected. Like, you know, really look at scale and how to look at this, like heat maps in your rooms. Where's your weakest plants at your weakest zones? What's going on in that area? Do we need to get airflow into that area? Harvest reports, analyzing every square inch of every room. Wow. Making sure your clones are cut on time. Your veg is on time. Rooms are flipped. Yeah. You know, it's a, we used to have crazy, like we'd, I'd put like 
uh, bonus markers on the guys. Like, you know, yield, you get this bonus. Um, if everything passed testing, you get this bonus. If you clean a room and replant a room in this much time, you get a bonus. You know, everything was click, 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 click. And, you know, it was, it was a machine. It was a cool thing to be a part of. That's the thing. Is again, what, was that a connected? That connected. Again, like, blessed so, so they part they, of that whole they machine. They told you, hey, that's cool. You can give them. Or how, how does that work when you want to implement something? When you want to implement something in, in, in the processes, like, over at Connected, like, how did it work? Where I mean, that's pretty cool is, like, you're able to give these guys bonuses based on these things that you just know will be good for the company. Yeah, it was like CEO put things in front of, like, driving us, like, hey, what, like, they call them KPIs, yeah, key yeah, performance key point, indicators, yep. right? Like, what things could we set to drive? And, and you can get dangerous. It, it can get bad because if you set, like, a yield um Thing people like just driving yield. It's like you start picking certain strings. Yeah, and shit. exactly. I know then, all about that. Yeah, and, yeah, and right. That ties in the balance between <laughs> grower and sales team. The grower's like, "Yo, I want to grow the fattest thing." Sales is like, "Grow Skittles." And yeah, you're like, dude, yeah, like, we need Skittles. Yeah, so like, yeah, that whole uh, that whole balance. You're like, is, no, I want to grow Golden Goat. Yeah, <laughs> it's guys, city, give me a Rolex. If I hit a fucking certain yield, I'm gonna nah. fill these whole rooms. We had, with, we had presidential Kush. We had DJ Shorts flow. We did a bunch. Don't let them play you. Yeah, for the yeah. audience, that <laughs> gets the underlining joke. But yeah, um, so you're working at you're, you're at the time you're working at the tissue culture. You're seeing all these different grows. Where does it go from there? Yeah, so I'm like, let's get let's get something going. Um, and what year know, are we at? This is. Two years ago. Can I kind of interject Damn. real quick? When you have this plant sciences guy, this new CEO coming to connect, yeah. what are some of the changes he makes? Do you remember? Could you give away a little bit of game on that? I mean, yeah. And we'll like, I, I'm yeah, just, I don't, yeah, I don't care. I hope no one cares, but just reevaluating everything like room temperatures, room diffs, um, <clears throat> irrigation methods, fertilizer, everything. Just why? 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 Like, why we cut a clone like this? Why don't we cut it like this? What do you do to this? do this why do you water like that let's mm. water like this why do you water with this why do you use that we shouldn't use that use this and you know just re and it felt like me and that's where some of it was like this is me 10 years ago you know and i'm like if we just like cut to the bs like we could move forward even faster like let's get you up to speed with current and it was like just so you you should just you know, it's just a balance of people don't respect weed like, you know, you would want them to. Like, oh, I can grow a plant. It's like, dude, there's just so much to this. I promise you. Like, it's not just like another situation. And the way people evaluate weed and just the what connected was to like this connoisseur level. I'm like, there's weed out there. Like, everyone can do anything. Like, I could, I can golf. Like, I'm not a professional golfer. There's a huge difference. You know, I can drive a car. <laughs> I can drive a car. Yo, like, that is the best. Yo. And to drive a car yo, where you going. I know going. so many of you boys golfing and shit. You are not a professional yeah. golfer. But even him, you could drive a car, but you're not a race car driver. Yeah. You're about to say, I already knew it. Like, I mean, 100%. Think of something yeah. you're really good at. You're not a pro. Like, yeah. You're just good at it. But like under what context? And if you go to that top 1%, you're not even close. Dude. You're way down the line. You know, it's. So it's like, I'm like, we're stepping into a big arena here. Like, again, it's like the octagon. It's like, you're stepping into something that's not like, oh, yeah, dude, this is a little backyard fight. It's like, no, this is an octagon. The lights are going to cut off. You're going to be on this ring, lights on you, cameras on you, and it's on, you know? So that's, you know, nonetheless. Um, so yeah, started re-looking at everything. Um, 
Interesting. And I I feel like such a vital part. And that's what people like tastemakers and and pack gods and guys like as a grower, other people that come into your organization, ask questions. Like he used to always say to people, ask questions because it makes you as a grower like even if you try to justify something that doesn't make sense to you, you have to you catch yourself mid sentence. You're like, why do you cut this clone this way? And you're like, I don't know, because this is the way we've always cut it. And it's yeah. like, and then you have to think like, well, why do we cut? Should we cut it this way? Maybe we should cut half of them this way and see if this roots faster. Or, 100%. or let's split them down the middle. Like that's the old people you say, or you know, nick them up with a razor yeah, blade 100%. or all the hundred different methods yeah, people do. Different layers. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting though because I used to hear from. One of the big conversations with growers is always like, do you think when the plant sciences guys come in, the like guys that are from big ag, do you think will be obsolete? And an older grower used to tell me like, nah, it's different. They know different things. It's like hand in hand. Like they come in with the different pesticide methods and different ways of handling plants. And, you know, like you said, propagation TC, was it more like that? Or was it more like a CEO type? No, it was more like that. I mean, it was okay. on the ground with the plants. And that's the thing with me too. I'm like, I'm just like that. He's like, why do we do this? I'm like, honestly, it's just, that is, you know, and I've, I've tried this and this under this context, you know, everything's a system. It's like, like currently I don't top my plants, you know, like, and I always top plants and it was like, well, if you don't top your plant, you'd get these skinny plants, but were you doing something else wrong in that equation that led to that? What if your irrigation is done correctly? And that's what we find out now is like, Hey, if you irrigate under a certain context, you actually can promote lateral growth. You don't need a top. You know, so it's like, eh, you know, there's always something I'm like, I don't know, you know, this is why we do it because of this. But maybe if there's another piece in this in this process that we need to change as well for it to make sense, I'm open to that. So that's what you know, that was my last year there was kind of diving in with him. Like, I appreciated it. I was like, maybe this guy and. Again, I don't want to be the smartest guy made the, you better. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. So I'm like, dude, this guy knows a ton. I bet I could learn a bunch of stuff. And I learned a bunch of stuff from Mm -hmm. him. He taught me how to like evaluate a process. Like there's something wrong. How do we think about it? And how do we go about finding what's wrong with it? What's the process to evaluate if something's wrong? What's our variables? How do we look at our variables and how do we move forward? Um, And just like organize it. He worked for a big company. And so I, I learned a ton from him and that was it. I worked under them for like a year and was like, okay, I feel like I've gleaned everything I need to glean and it's time to go do what I need to go do. I don't, I can't be handcuffed under this context anymore. It's, yeah. You know, it's time to go. Well, you like absorb the powers, right? So now you got some of his powers and your powers that you had. So now you stepped up a notch yeah. to, to like, okay, now I can do kind of both these jobs. You know, a year working close with somebody it, like you, someone who absorbs knowledge like that, you, you gain a lot. You gain a whole lot. Yeah. Honored. So, and, and, and from that period, you, when you left that situation, you still didn't have in your mind, you were going to start your own situation. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. Fully. So, um, you went to the, so I started jobs. Yeah. So I started working at a grow, the grow I still currently work at uh, TJT and uh, a couple of the owners there, my partners in blueprint. Um, one's a mechanical HVAC guy and a builder. And the other's a lawyer. Shout out Tom and Joe. Um, started working there and it was just kind of, like started thinking about that and i was like dude like if like we get another grow like maybe build it like let's become a team and so that's kind of how it was born and we started thinking about what's the name gonna be 
And, you know, I threw a couple names out. One was Blueprint and everyone kicked it around for a while. And I'm like, dude, this is the name. Like Blueprint is the name. And so, you know, it's what we settled on, obviously. And it was just kind of like we, I, uh, the one partner, Joe, the mechanical guy, we like design grows together and would look at layouts and talk over. He was like equipment. I was design. So we'd like put our brains together on that type of thing. So we were working together on that. I'm like, dude, blueprint. Like we draw blueprints. We have the blueprint. This is how you build it. This is how you grow it. This is how you brand it. This is the blueprint. Like, and we're just going to do it in a simple way. And, and we're like, all right. So this is what we went with. Had a buddy, uh, Simon, shout out Simon, design a blueprint, the logo and stuff. And yeah, we started rolling with it and, just, you know, getting strains going and that whole bit. So yeah, and in in that year in the formulation of like designing the logo, we're like pheno hunting like mad, trying to get some selections, trying to get a menu put together. Um so it's it's been fun. Yeah, we do everything ourselves at Blueprint. We pop seeds like crazy. The you know, nursery and pheno hunt life is wild, just backups and just that whole thing of going and going and going and go and never stops. So it's a it's a blast though. That's killer, man. Uh, and you guys, I mean, you guys put out fire. People know and, that. And you, you just started this two years ago. Yeah, a couple of years. Our first drop was September last year. So coming up on a year. It's important for people to take note of the fact you put in 10 years. Then you started your own thing. Now it's been two years since then. Yeah. And you're getting, you're getting the traction that you are, yeah. have been working for. Yeah, um, it's wild. It's a lot, a lot longer than just like, yeah, they just started. They're already yeah. killing it. They just started. That's what you kind of hear. You know, if it's For like sure, general yeah. word, general combos, like, yeah, Blueprint, bro, they just started. They're killing it. And, and people like, think like, damn, yeah, two years, you know, like, but it's yeah, like, dude, it's like, nah. you know, you got a damn near a whole lifetime yeah, you know, of, of uh, you know, seeing a big company grow fast. You Absolutely. know, now we're just not just talking about any brand. We're talking about, you know connected california that you know for sure when it comes to designer weed and everything as far as production and cultivation i mean was scaling up quick and pumping out you know still to this day obviously pumping out heat so it's just yeah that's a big camp to come to come into and it's crazy that all this came from uh instagram post and you weren't even <laughs> yeah. an instagram guy <laughs> yeah. no, it's and you were it's just crazy, like yo yeah. look at this shit oh what yeah what's up man I'll crazy wanna, yeah i'll come there the attitude though the attitude of like, oh, you're not going to hit him up? I I'll do it then. Oh, uh, I haven't done greenhouse? Yeah, I have, man. I'm, I'm, I'll do that. And then the greenhouse never even works out. So yeah. it's like all these moves are connected. Like For not, sure. to, you know, double entendre, it, but it I mean, like it is. Out. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. You just, yeah, if you keep pushing, you know, things happen, doors open. But 100% focus. No girlfriend, no side thing, no, meaning like no marriage. And you had focus on your craft. You were, you were able to put in your 10 years and then transition to like, okay, now I'm ready for something different. I'm building my own company and I can have a family. But it's like, it is hard because it's hard for people to juggle both and be great at one of them. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Gosh. honestly, even like, yeah, was, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't necessarily ready uh, for a kid, but no one's ever ready. Um, but I just knew I still had a mountain to climb. I'm like, hey, it's it's gonna like, you know, even for me, like being here again, just thank you. And it's it's a trip. And thank you to everyone in the industry for the support. Like it's it's wild. I'm honored to be here. Um, appreciate everyone that's helped me get here. Um it's just, yeah, it's super cool um um to be in this to be in this position and be received by the market, how I'm received by the market. And yeah. You seem like an SOPs guy. You a big SOPs guy? 
Yeah, man. Back like back in the day too, I'd put SOP books together. I'm like, yo, check this out. Like old school grower heads are like, bro, it's super sick. Like that's tight. I'm like, all right, yeah, one day it's gonna be something, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, so I have like my original SOP. That's like, yeah, like first draft, this date, and you know, three ring binder. And it's a trip. Looking, it's back. the only way to get like you said those multiple warehouses working on the same tip most of the time. They either have to be talking and damn near be brother and sisters, or you know, with a friendship, or you have to have these SOPs where it's like, yeah, how can Coca Cola be produced in different countries and taste the same? You know, yeah, for sure, it takes a lot of dialing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Talk about some strains and shit with Blueprint. Like, how'd you going into this situation? You know, I know, like, I can see, like, you favor the 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 process and the product mm-hmm. and all that. So I could I could see you putting a lot more effort into that than um, other things. Where other people, they're like, oh, we're gonna do merch and we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Whereas, you know, so talk about when you're decide, hey, what what's your menu gonna be? What are you gonna roll out? How'd you? dive into that and yeah i mean it was just you know finding strains that i that i approve of you know and the team approves this is smoking this is uh this is a defining point yeah like you know just like some you know the the biggest thing is like if it translates like and you know people say it's Mm -hmm. like if it smells a certain way and it translates it's like all right this is you know contender and let's explain what that means like you know if you if you if it smells like an apple and it tastes like an apple it's an apple you know it tastes like banana smells one way and you bite into it and it tastes completely different you're like your brain doesn't your brain doesn't want that you're like here's a glass of pepsi and it's water you're like to think it's poison you know (laughs) disgusting yeah it's the worst thing you're not what you expect another point that leads back to you gotta taste it yeah you gotta (laughs) smoke it man well, Absolutely. like, I love your great, you made such a great point. Like it's zero to a hundred, not zero to 90. Like, it's like, you have to go the full length of the project. The project is like, how is it smoking? Cause you're, you're growing stuff to smoke, not to buy. They're creating yeah. stuff to buy. It's a completely different market. Like I, I love like, that. It's point. like a receiver being paid to catch the ball. It's like, you're actually, you are paid to catch the ball. We're trying to score. So yeah. if you need to run into the end zone, like you caught it. Now we need you to get in the end zone. It's like, we grew it. We're growing it because people need to smoke it. So we need to smoke it. Cause that's how all of this makes sense. Like you get paid off of us winning, like us being a team, we get paid off at selling and people liking it. So we can't just grow it. We got to smoke it. It's got to be good. So yeah. Such a great point, man. That is such a great point. How do you come up with the name triple Lindy? How do you come up with some of these, you you know, because some of the names are awesome, bro. You guys crush it with that. Yeah, the triple Lindy was Joe. Uh, it's a little older crowd than me. Like people know uh, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Back to School, okay. is what it's from. I don't know if you've seen the original mm-hmm. clips. Um, that is an older movie set, even than my yeah. era a little bit. Okay, so like, but yeah, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield Dangerfield, like goes back to college with his son, and like they need, and he was a diver when he was in college, and his son is, and they need like another diver because somebody wasn't there. So he does the triple Lindy and like he goes up there and like, yeah, does this goofy flip. It's a funny scene. So he was like, dude, triple Lindy, like something was said one day that led to it. And we're like, <laughs> I, what is the triple Lindy dude? And he's uh, super excited about it. We're like, all right, run with it. Um, and it, it did appeal to like an older crowd. So it, the strain at first and it really, it was actually one of our least selling and it's like one of the most hyped up now. So it's funny. Cause just the name, um, yeah, so that was that one. Uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth Jesus was the first one I bought. Yeah, that Jungle was, Boy spot. Yeah. That was, uh, we have a little hoop at our spot and we we're just shooting a little like mini hoop. 
thinking of names. We're like, dude, what do we name this stuff? And my buddy's like, Jesus Shuttlesworth. I'm like, dude, what is Jesus Shuttlesworth? And it's off of a movie. It's Ray Allen's name in a movie. Can't think of it right now. That's funny. Uh, I think I've heard it. Yeah, That's yeah, funny yeah. as hell. So I've they're all along the lines of like, kind of like an internal joke between you and the guys yeah. almost starts with. And then the P90, that was the other one we were going to call it P90X. Um, cause it was like, good one. it was so intense. We're like, dude, this is intense. Like you're sweating, like you're high as could be. feel like you just got whooped up by Tony Horton. <laughs> smoking some Tybo. Yeah, he's yeah. like some App Ripper X. You're all blown out. <laughs> and so we're like, we'll get, you know, we'll get in trouble for it. So we're like, we'll just call it P90. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, we rolled with it. And that's when and then all the like, old heads are like, is it the B91 like from San Diego? I'm yeah. like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> but what is that? I want it. Yeah, old so, heads, and we're just like, yeah, our names. Like, we have some new strains coming out, um, <coughs> dropping in a couple months. That will be like a uh, purple dinosaur, which is like a inside joke with an old friend. Um, we smoked the purple dino, which was like this purple sour D that was just fire as can be way back in the day, and it was purple and green. We'd call it the purple dinosaur. We're like, dude, the purple dinosaur. We got purple dinosaur woogity, which is off like a. I uh, mean, I can't think of it right now. I'm hella high, I <laughs> That's guess. hilarious. Off of uh, whatever, the, whatever the show is. I can't think of it. Old school Nick show, but wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. I like, though, that like brands, man, a lot of them times they Rocket try power. to Sorry. they try to be like what what people, what they would want instead of like who they are. Like you guys are just being you. Yeah. You know? And that's like the blueprint. We're like, we're just, you know, doing what we do. And so my Instagram's, you know, ran ran by uh, family, yeah. essentially. Um, so it's, it's fun. Like we're having fun with the Instagram. Like she comes up with like, Hey, maybe we could, you know, do something about this. Like, how could we relate it to weed? I'm like, Oh, we'll just say this. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, cool. So people have been digging that. So we're just like trying to just be us, show the grow. Your parents, your whole family's cool with the weed thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like they still unsure. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 it's fine. You know, I kept it from them for a long time. So my dad's a preacher, oh, actually. So I kept it from him. And then it got to a point where they're just like worried about me. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, all right. So like me and my dad went golfing and I told him, I was like, Hey, so he's driving the car. I'm like, you know, so I'm growing weed and I just see his knuckles just getting white. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just telling you, I'm not asking for permission. I just want you to be aware of my life so you know what's going on. Like, and let me just explain what it is. So I, I talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it was hard for him. It was a lot, um, definitely hard on the family. So I sacrificed a lot to do what I do. And I believed in this a long time ago, just with the way of the world right now, just like trying to eat good foods. And I think weed is a healthy thing that should be part of, you know, our community. Um, so yeah, now they, they accept, accept me. I don't know. Like I don't tell them everything I do. Like I'm very vague with it. And they're like, oh, yeah, very, you know, and people ask them about it and they just kind of, Oh, we don't really know anything. So we just kind of leave it at that. So I don't know. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll see some of this. <laughs> That's, sometimes it's sometimes better. Oh, like yeah, they're that. definitely going to be, uh, getting, getting in the living room and watching this one for sure. Yeah. One day. I'll be like, they, they need to put it on. Your sisters would be like, yep, he, he did an interview. Go watch Jordan. He's <laughs> yeah. on there talking about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, he's on YouTube right now. <laughs> my sisters You're, have always busted me being there with the whole yeah. church, church service um, watching it, cheering you on, sure. man. That's what's going to happen. Come on. You, <laughs> so you have younger <laughs> sisters or older? I have two younger sisters and one older what sister. What do they think about it? Um, They're pretty cool with it? Yeah. Two of my sisters are. My youngest sister is um, a little more just 
you know, conservative in that mm-hmm. realm of weed. Um, she's, you know, obviously still likes me. She would always be like, I know you're in a better mood when you smoke. Yeah. Like, yeah. What up? <laughs> so she was like, I'm fine with it. Um, but she lives in Texas and just kind of has certain views on things, but I'm sure over the years it'll shed away, you know, and even like my parents, like they're getting older and friends are getting cancer and they're seeing like the, the pills side of everything. Mm. And, you know, so them seeing all that and they're like, my, my sister helps with the IG. She like pushes it on them a lot. Like, you know, like, Oh, you could be like trying these pain creams and like, you know, weed's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. And like, they're like starting to like, you know, realize like, Hey, this is good. It helps people that have like, are in a lot of pain and all these situations. So it's like, you can only deny something for so long. Like, you know, the media and propaganda just falling away just because we can actually talk and information sharing, you know? This is a good way the world's going right now. One of the, one of the positive ways things are going is just that. You know, Absolutely. Just holistic thing, good mm-hmm. food, local yeah. food, you know, growing your things yourself, understanding all these poisons out there, how it affects our bodies. It's, it's important. It really is. So, yeah. So they're coming, to, you know, they're coming around to it. So see what the yeah. future holds. It's always interesting, the family dynamic with cannabis, when you have someone that's so in depth with it, like you or, you know, growers or guys that have built their whole life around it. Yeah. it I always ask about the family dynamic because it gets interesting. I've, I've had similar types of, you know, everybody I know has had similar types of like, man, this was tough at first. You know, yeah. I know guys that were damn near at the top of their craft by the time they told their parents, like right. 12, 13 years in of like six, oh, we run 600 lights and their parents think they run like some, uh, and it's like, you still haven't told them you run 600. Like yeah. you're like built one of the best companies in the, in the state. They're like, yeah. nah, it's not the time yet. It's like, wow. It's just, you know, it's an interesting dynamic family. Yeah. And like, I've told my, it is, I've told my parents like blueprint, like it's like uttered out. And like one time, like a little bit ago, my mom's like see you later mr blueprint i was like yeah. what do you know like yeah. so it's like yeah. really yeah like and that's a, it's kind of weird and uh, maybe it's not you know the best thing but um yeah it's it's hard to like it's another life that is like me that is not shown so it's an interesting one so i look forward to the day where it's a little more you know open gates around that it's funny too because it, it's hard to explain to them i bet how big you guys are because like you know if you're in the weed industry you're like oh these dudes are crushing socal they got strains you can't what are your parents are you know what i'm saying you're like no we got four strains on seven different shells yeah. and they're like sounds good are you gonna be over for dinner tonight or are we get you know it's yeah. like uh, i was in the yeah. olympics man it's crazy <laughs> They're like, okay, you doing okay? We got first. They're like, yeah, You're all right. In a weed competition? You're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. It's a bunch You're of like, other dudes just like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro, the combos. And you'll you'll literally talk for 10. I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's oh, cool. Whatever. So where's it where's it go from here now with like blueprint? I mean, you guys are on jungle boys. TLC. Every time I go there, you guys are on the shelf there, and it's always fresh product. Every big shelf all across Canada, yeah. uh, California. I mean, before I knew of you or even the brand, I was seeing the product mm-hmm. on shelves, which Same says area. a lot. That you know, how did you also navigate? Let's let's get more into the blueprint yeah. to not cut everyone short. But how how did you also navigate into? All right, this will this person will handle distro. This person will do this. This person will do that. You know, how did you create that yeah, team? It's important. Did, did you just know people that you already kind of had a few in your head or like, how'd you go about that process? Yeah, it was kind of organic. Um, and you know, my, my other partners in blueprint and then drew, uh, Kuji, uh, green dog, shout out drew green dog. Um, you know, he's involved 
Um, and we're kind of all in the same suite. We have Artisan Canna Cigars, so shout out Artisan as well, um, is, our, is our neighbor. So it's like we grow it, and the suite next to us is distribution. And then Drew helps with sales and the Damn. distribution. So, you- so it's just like, hey, like the pipeline's there, and then Drew's like, you know, you've been growing this. You have a story. Mm-hmm. So Drew goes around, you know, to retail, like, hey, you remember Connected Weed, these areas, whatever, this is blah, blah, blah. They're like, cool, we'll give it a shot. You know, and that was, that was it. And everyone, Damn. you know, so again, shout out Drew and, and the industry for just like, you know, being receptive to that. Like, all right, give them a shot. And so that's what it took. You know, then people give us a shot on the shelves and it was organic from there. People were shouting us out and the, the feedback was amazing, you know? And it's like, it was, it was stressful, man. I remember when the first drop, I was like sweating, like about to pass out. I was like smoking the batches. I was like, this isn't good enough. Like sweat. And everyone's like, bro, this is fire. I'm like, it's not good enough, dude. First no, drop. Ice on me. I'm uh, passed out. I'm like, dude, I got to get better at handling this stress. Like this is not good. You know? So like evolving in that growing in that, like, Okay, how do you deal with this stress? Like, what can you do? Just make sure you just keep it at that. Like, do something about what you can do. Don't let it happen again. And, you know, be honest. And, you know, that's the best you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah, because it's you stressing out. And most of the time, people are like, this is better than the last batch. And you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. And you're like, and, you know, and it's like over some, or it's like, oh, it tastes about the same as the last time. You're like, it's, you know, it's micro. You're talking eight to 8.5 to nine, you know, which most people, it's an eight and a nine. It's good, bro. It's good. It's fire. So whatever. Um, yeah, which is good to do. It's good to great, you know, be your hardest critic. Um, so yeah, like we're doing artisans, doing the distro, Drew's helping with sales. Talk about what's in this one right here. Jesus, I, don't, bro, I don't know. It says crazy. it on those from Drew. Dude, this is crazy. Tastes great. I think they're the 3.5 grams of soap. Yep. Shout out to that boy Dio. And one gram of dog breath live rosin. Yep. In it. And this, bro, shout out to Artisan, man, because or that was uh, that's or, all no. tied up. Oh, this so is, is all, all tied, tied up. up. Yeah, so the other shout one was out. artisan. The and one then Drew this one, Stewart's. Yeah, we got a bunch of. I mean, you guys collab the hell crazy. out of these. Yeah, Drew brought those down, so we're like, slide you guys a couple of those. Big so old hatch cool. hole. Yeah, I know. Fire. <laughs> bro, for a bro, while. fire. Um, the flavor on you guys' stuff too. That's what I kept. I I just finished that. So I smoked it all the way down. I was like, wow, the flavor is hitting all the way at the tip. Yeah, that was like you know, a little slogan. What I was doing a little bit for BP was like till the last hit, which is just like you know what they're people like it's like smoking good, tasting good. It's like fuck, this is till the last hit. Like, mm-hmm. Burnt, you know. Is that the motto? Yeah, the it's, a, it's a little slogan. It's just till the last hit. It's I just like, like that. Yeah, smoke till this, the last hit. Smoke this thing down like it's you know that's what we look for. It's like if you put something out, it did, and that's for when we're going through by fe- smokers. Yeah, yeah, and like we're going through pheno hunts. We're like you know I like to. Everyone has their style of like tasting stuff and evaluating i rapid fire like crazy i'm like people like how do you know the higher whatever i'm like i I don't know i'm pretty like sensitive and aware i'm like i could feel this one i'm not fully evaluated i'm high but i'm like this one like cut through if it cuts through other stuff obviously it's potent too and then like just real comparisons like oh this one's not good this one's good you know and just rip through it if you put it out it's not good Mm -hmm. it's like done I, like, don't, I never relight joints like or like yeah that or like if if like if it's enjoyable like you're gonna yeah, smoke yeah, yeah. it you to can't the last put it down you're like yeah, dude yeah, this yeah. is so it's like that's the standard trying to get to where it's like dude you don't want to pass it you're like this is mine i'm smoke it to the last hit you know type of thing so that's what we kind of go for on like phenol hunts like not good enough not good enough you put it out like if it was good you would have done that so 
another part of the blueprint. That's yeah, part of the blueprint. Just, <laughs> I like that. It's clever branding. It worked out. Yeah, like it was a little hard with the theme at first, but it's like, yo, this is the blueprint. Like, so it's starting to starting to grow and figure out how we brand ourselves and stuff. It's been what's fun. what's some shit you're looking forward to? Like, what you know? How do you continue to uh, retie your purpose into whatever you're doing rather than get like complacent or comfortable? Yeah, and that, it's important for me. Like, I have like ADD or ADHD, just like always wanting to do something different like have a cool thing going mm-hmm. with shout out curb terps zach, zach shaner the homie we have a product we're doing called curb terps um it's skateboard wax love it oh curb terps, curb terps. okay yeah. got it c-u-r-b so like, terps. Yeah, curb terps um and it's Super like you dope. buy like a half ounce and it's weed and it's like branded like weed like you go get a half ounce and in it is nugs and we took nugs from real harvest and i'd made like silicone molds with them and then use that as a wax mold and we we're making all our wax molds and then putting terps in it and coloring so you get a bag of like perps that's like curb terps for skateboarding. Yeah, for when you do grinds and you're going out. You so can, it's actual wax. It's actually it's, it's just skateboard wax, like nugs, but it looks like nugs. nugs. And it smells like, you know, it has, and we use real like uh, weed terps, like Dude. through like, you can get them off the internet. So we're like working on different blends. You know, it's not like full translation, but yeah, curb terps. But this is going to drop. Oh yeah, we're, it's, oh, it's like in the, in the works right now. It's already like, he's like, you know, giving it to skaters and stuff. He's a skater. He works at Blaze, uh, Blaze and Jays. I don't know if you ever heard of Blaze One Glass. Uh, Shout out Blaze. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they're a long time glass blower mm-hmm. heady boys. Um, but yeah, we're doing curb terps, which is going to be sick. So it's, and then we'll like, and these are like, we use real nugs for the molds, which is cool. And then like, once that's rolling, we'll do collabs with real brands. Like this is a blueprint curb terps and like a blueprint bag, like at zoomies or at a skate shop, you know? So doing a little fun thing like that. And I'm um, working with proper, uh, if you guys seen proper shout out proper, proper doinks. Um, Working with them um, on doing, I just like being part of a brand that has like a personality, like a brand takes a personality and a unique person to like drive it. And that's what I'm trying to do with Blueprint. I think other unique individuals that have like a, a clear vision and goal and what they're trying to accomplish. I'm like, I could ride with that. Like, you know, so doing growing for them and trying to do like fun stuff, man. I think like lounges is the next like you know thing in the industry that's gonna Speaking like my language pop man. Off. oh man so i like this guy yeah so, like, <laughs> i think sacramento i don't want to like reveal too much but like whatever i don't care about the competition sack will do support what we do. the culture yeah, yeah. strong yeah and i think dude, a lot Yours of will be different is like people are like i feel like people are you know they're like oh let's get a, build a lounge and it's like a, the same thing with gross like oh let's get a gross like let's build a lounge that's people it. Might the cottons there. Yeah, it's like no, we're building a spot for the people we hang out with to come. Like that, we have people that need to go somewhere for us. So it's like, yeah, all, everyone in the community needs somewhere. It's like, how nice would it be? It always in starts Sacramento, and you can just go somewhere and smoke, hang out, yeah, have some nice drinks, comfortable environment, talk with people, have a little podcast room, you know, do taste tests there brand events just a comfortable yeah yeah, everything food off the hook and drinks off the hook you know like fresh whatever smoothies i mean it goes on and on exactly there's so many inspiration from so many different lounges and ways to look at it and you know looking at like a like a membership model to like kind of weed out some riffraff Mm -hmm. like you know and uh, absolutely buyers can go there and like you know, talk with different people and, you know, show them different weed, obviously try the product, no, se- no sales there, but yeah, yeah, come smoke the weed. Let's talk about it. And you can have a business meeting like it should be conducted, you know, just like this, this is comfortable. We get to smoke and hang out. 
Um, weed people just want normal things. They're always like, oh, weed events got to be this. It's like, no, we just want to be able to smoke weed, eat good food and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Want to be out on a on pavement in a hundred degree weather with pop-up tents. Like there's a weed event. Everyone's Book passing out on yeah. the three hours. From you guys aren't having fun. <laughs> like, yo, what? why aren't you having fun? It's like, like dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Here's a water. You're like, I'm dead. And like, yeah. literally, like I remember at high times events outside, you know, um, which were cool, but yeah, people just passing out, like just being super high in the heat. But it so. brings you around to like, we lost a lot of our community are like smoking and hanging out and cross conversations and stuff. When these, like, before, when then when legalization hit, all that shit stopped. It like, did. we used to have lounges, we used to get up, they were sessions, there were sessions events. Finally, it pulls back around and we just had the Zolympics, yeah. which was like the first event in the legal space. Now that was like, Oh, okay. This reminds me of where we were and where we're going, where it's like, Oh, I was seeing all, you know, ran into wizard trees, ran into Dio, ran into, you know, it was everybody, yeah. LA family farms, Kushko, all the owners were there like old times. Yeah. You could actually have a call. Oh bro, let's sesh real quick. And then, you know, exchange some nugs, talk and be like, bro, good to see you. I haven't seen you in a year. You've been in the garden all. Oh yeah. yeah I haven't left. It's like, Oh yeah. All right. Exactly. Dude. Crazy. Yeah. Shout out Zaw. Speaking of that green wolf, like that was it was so cool. It was so good for the team. Like we're like, yeah. that was a magical night. Just like for the industry, just being part no, of it. Does I was a like, lot, dude, this was does was, a lot for the morale, but yeah. not only the culture, mm-hmm. but the teams that are cultivating and producing. Yeah. That don't get out. You 100%, know, just behind the scenes. And it shows them like, oh shit, there's people that appreciate this stuff. Like, man, a whole new sense of purpose. Well, that's what, like, yeah, for my guys, like we huddled around before it and after it. It's like, yo, just remember this. Like, this is special, you know, like win or lose, it doesn't even matter. None of that matters. Like, you out here, try your best. What happens, happens. It could be anybody's day. And that's people with, like competition. It's like, you cannot place. And that's all right. You, it could be not your day. You know, everyone doesn't have, it's not everyone's day all the time. Somebody's got to win. Someone's got to lose. So it's just like, you know, that the camaraderie around that too. And I felt like everyone was cool with a lot of that. It was like, dude, it's competition. Nobody cares who wins. It was like, we're just hanging out, smoking. It was sick. Yeah. Hell of a good time. That was what was important about that night too, was it wasn't all about the fucking awards, Yeah, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yeah. Yes. No like, one really, cool. and everyone supported each other. There was like, you know, there's no one there like fuck those dudes, you know, yeah. not to my knowledge at least, right? Not to like my knowledge you either, didn't yeah. feel it. And it was just like everyone was there like saying what up to each other and um it's it's funny to see like you would think all the competing brands it would be more but not was Olympics. Like yeah. they did it in the right way where it's like people are happy to see each other and it's a celebration. Yeah, and which I think which is what it needs to be. Exactly, and I think having the people do the voting like helps with that too because like you get a little like man is this brand involved you know it gets political and you're thinking in the back of the head it's like look dude this is just people thinking what you know people voting on what they think come hang out that environment is like awesome yeah it's not like the end all be all of the awards of course the brands appreciate it but Mm -hmm. they're still there to support and like you know just have a good time have a good get out and connect there's guys at other brands that are in that same position like guys at your team that same team with la family farms that same team at Kushko, that same team and they get to connect now they get to be like oh shit you're the guy oh dude you run oh man we do you know and it's it's just they never get to do that we never get to do all that you know yeah i mean i'm that wizard i was like i was like dude i'm like i always wondered what a wizard was like what a wizard looked like i'm like you look pretty normal to me he's laughing I'm like, so it was just cool i'm like you're just a, like and like just brief talking it's like very similar life you do a lot of the same stuff because that's what it requires to be here mm-hmm. it wasn't just like oh we're here it's, it requires a lot of the similar behavior so that was super sick i was like dude 
I was just a, you know, kid from Orville growing and I see wizard trees and Dio and all these guys. I'm like, that's crazy. Like just everything about it. Then I'm up in that arena with them. I was like, dude, just to be here is so sick. I'm like, this is crazy. Get an award. I'm like, that's wild. Like, that is way cool. Yeah. Super dope. And I'm super not going to lie. You were my top. If you go back to this Olympics video, we cut. You were definitely my top three in there. Yeah. With the yeah. triple indie. I mean, that shit was. And the was first smoking special. It's like you said to the last hit, because I I smoked that whole thing. was like, yeah, I didn't want to nice. fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's it. That's no. what, when I smoked the box, too. And, I, and I've like, it's good for me, too. Like, I smoke other brands, and I smoke the box. And I'm like, and I did my rapid fire. I'm like, smoke them all. I open every jar, smell every single one kind of lay them out just like that and just smoke them just and i'm like this one this one this one and it's basically how it fell i thought cali kush was up there as well yeah um, that was my top Zawa. three too um and foreign genetics sherblato foreign genetics and then and like top five was zope zope was three plus Zushi. uh cali and the sherblato yeah, exactly like, so it was like it was cool to see how everything stacks up you're like all right people are with it like i, I fully agree with that it mm -hmm. felt honest you it know? did and those top guys, yeah, shout out Dio, Wizard, and Tenko, Zushi. Like, I'm like, dude, again, it's anybody's day. Mm -hmm. It's like, whatever it is, let's shake it out. This is cool. You know, so. I love it. The cannabis community is strong, man. It gets, a lot of, it gets a bad rap sometimes with, like, a lot of the hate online because that's what all people focus on. But when you get all these brands together, it's all love. It's all friendship. It's all sharing joints, sharing nugs, talking about this because it, it, that's what it's really like. When I really link with brands, I see way more of that than I see any type of hate or any type yeah. of jealousy or even it's like, oh, bro, did you? Okay, yeah. It, I see collabs happening. I walked up on – I'll still never forget forget this. It was Kenji and Josh D and they're like in a deep conversation. Right. And I was just like, holy shit, this is like some crazy history. These two guys just chatting it up. And like, it was after everyone, half the people had already left. Right. And they're just sitting there just, you know, going back and forth. And yeah. I was just like, man, to be a fly on the wall, you know, with just listening to these two guys talk about history, life, yeah. the business, this, like, it's just interesting, bro. And that's, that's the real compassion. And that's the real industry is like, guys that have been through the war together right and then they're like man you know yeah. fucking, uh, 64 was tough you know or that battle yeah, yeah it's like it is that man is. i'm just glad to see like guys like you you know just representing cannabis the right way and like talking about it openly a lot of people don't talk about it openly yeah you know? for sure absolutely when, when you when you projecting for the lounge because that's gonna be dope so oh. Yeah, man. I'm and like, you, there's a close circle, close group that you'll be able to curate out of there. It's going to be fire. Yeah. And we're like, you know, the vision is like super high end. Like, this is like plush. Like, talk my, you talk my language, just man. Really comfortable, dude. And like, yeah. Really, yeah. And I think it's just going to turn into more like just that network is going to just catch mm -hmm. on fire of people. Like, and we want things to come from it, like new companies to be born, new relationships to be born. So, yeah, we're looking at, um, so I, yeah, definitely people have been receiving it well and i got a lot of people like yo yo i'll throw money i'll throw money and um, let's do it. so it's like okay let's really look at this structure so just really flushing out structure right now of like how it all works looking at a couple spaces um and just yeah kind of putting those pieces together and figuring out how we who we can use around us and it'd be cool to take it you know international one day like big dreams hell but, yeah so you know it's like american express lounges or whatever but like i'm sure there's other ones there's all types of you know 
exclusive mm -hmm. lounges all around the world. I have no clue. Soho about. house, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ones you like see a little logo. You're like, what's this about? Like this door, like, you know, and you just have no clue what it's it is. It's a members only lounge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So something like that. So aiming for as fast as possible though, like want to move with it and like have, uh, partners that are like furniture makers, like custom furniture makers. Like I know a couple of people are custom furniture makers and get really cool furniture pieces and do really cool design work. So it's like, all right, we want real nice leather couches, like super comfortable kind of cigar, uh, you know, like lounge mm -hmm. vibe or so. Um, but yeah, we'll see a lot, lot, lot in the air and working on a lot of different pieces, but that's like something that has me super excited right now for sure. And that's it. Always just like, what's the next thing in the industry or in life? Like just want to keep growing and pushing, you know, chasing, chasing your dreams. I think that's for everyone. Like truly do it. You know, don't just, Oh yeah, we could do this. Just do it. Go ahead and do it. You know, I have a, I have a dry rack company. I make dry racks. Like when we were harvesting years ago, it connected like one of my first harvests, we were chopping plants down and there was a rack with wires on it. And we would drape the plant over the wire and then wheel the rack into a dry room, take the plant off the wire and put it over a pole. And I'm like, and we'd rip buds off. And I'm like, why are we like putting it here, wheeling it, taking it off, putting it here? Why don't we just like cut the plant off and have a peg that you just slip the plant over? And like Caleb was right there and Mark Wendell, shout out Mark contractor did a lot of connected stuff um and built the original rack um he's like dude that's a great idea and so they've welded up these dry racks and that's the racks you know connected uses to this day he's pull it up into the room slap the plants on wheel it into the dry room and you're done you know then you add metric and you have to weigh plants but you still take a plant weigh it put it on the next rack wheel it into the dry room so i was like all right i want to take this to market like i'm going to fully design a rack um and I've learned a lot doing it. It's not crazy successful. We're still inching. Mm -hmm. um, and there's other products that are good competition out there. But it taught me a, a ton about business. And I'm just happy I did it. You know, it's like, do it. Even if you fail. It's like, failure, failure. Failure's good. People are just learning now. Like, like, cause you assumed, oh, well they'll, they'll need to not manhandle the weed. People are just learning now. Oh shit. I got to not manhandle these plants. Like the more I take this plant and lug it over here and then put it here and then chop it into five pieces, then do this, the worse it gets every time yeah. someone has to play with it. Yeah. So if you can just put it on a hook and then take it off the hook, that's the best case scenario. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, it assumes the knowledge of like, we want to grow really good weed. <laughs> yeah. So it's like super nurture pro S and P is it. And it's just mm -hmm. like limit touch points. I was yes. looking at all the process. I'm like, if we can touch it, I want this bud to float off the plant into the consumer's jars. That's not realistic, but how close can we get to that? You know, and start looking at all and continually doing that. Like, and that's a big part with Blueprint too. And like the trim crew, uh, Sang, who runs it, been working with Sang for many years. This guy is kind of, we've floated through the industry from maybe site to site or maybe group to group. And Sang still trims our product. Shout out Sang. Um, and just the grading process and how we touch it and handle it and all that. Just always looking at everything we do, you know, to make sure it can be the best. When you bring in um, a new person into the cultivation or like into management, what are you looking for in a person? Like when they come and sit down with you for interview or they say, do you do that part? Yeah. And I've had one, I've had a guy who's been my right hand for many years. I mean, shout out him, uh, Taylor, Taylor Figs. He was a original Alien Labs member. And when Connected and Alien formed up, Taylor came down. He was from Reading. We like played baseball on, you know, opposing high schools, started knowing similar people. I'm like, oh, you were on that team. I'm like, oh, I remember playing you guys. And I'm like, oh, I remember that night. And 
he was very similar athlete competitive so we've been working together for a while now and we run a pretty lean team you know me and him could take care of 300 lights but we just you know or plus 400 lights but we'll bring in labor for major events Mm -hmm. a major d-leaf harvest d-stick and trim we're not doing that but the day-to-day sprays mom room clone cutting up potting moving plants all you know fixing everything that that would be us um but what i look for and we have a couple new guys jake and richard shout out to them they do a lot of the growing up with bp with us um They've been amazing. And I look for people who are just like, just like you would on a team, like people who are receptive um, to criticism, people who observe. Um, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you make a bean burrito however you want. If you work at Taco Bell, you're going to make it how Taco Bell says to make it. And if you want to make it different, we're going to talk about it. And it's that simple. Like, this is what we do here. And until you can beat that, do it like this. And we don't shove it down their throat. And a lot of the guys come in like seeing how we run the grow. And they're like, dude, like, you know, we've worked in the current grow we have, we have uh, another group that cultivates with us. And I've worked side by side with others. They're like, you guys are always like happy and chilling. Like, it's not all crazy. I'm like, well, we're just like slow with our movements. We know what we're doing here. So it's, it's a comfortable environment for guys, but just like guys that observe observation still it always comes up i'm like observation because they'll be like hey i noticed this i'm like if you know what right looks like if it doesn't look right then something's wrong so that simple observation right there like is a plant supposed to look like that no so something's wrong is the room supposed to feel like that no yeah like and then teaching everyone like these days this is the temperature so a lot of people would like you know hide information it's like you you have an army around you why are you hiding that like oh we don't tell people our temp schedule it's like well then shit if something's messed up you're the only dude who can catch it that's not good you know everyone needs to be aware when you leave it's going to just be not good. Like this has to run no matter what, if you get killed, we still need to grow. You know, you get a car wrecked and you know, be brutal or something that happens. We still got to know what we're doing here. You can't just hide everything. So it's like bringing the team around that. Like everyone knows everything. This is what we're trying to accomplish. So just look for guys like that. It's often athletes that work in the garden with us or restaurant people. Who are just were like the food industry is brutal and people are just work hard. Like they're mm-hmm. just in the kitchen, boom, 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 working long hours, hard hours. Those guys are usually what you end up in the garden with. All the guys are, yeah, either, you know, athletes, skaters, something that, you know, they've pushed themselves. Man. So I mean that's if, what I look for. Athletes. Yeah. yeah, no, and it's it's good to know because people always ask me that type of stuff in DMs. People are always asking, like, what are you looking for in a person? How do I get hired? How do I, I you know, show up? You know, because I mean, like most weed companies are always looking for good people. They are. If yeah. for the right person, they will hire you no matter if they're not looking for a good person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're not hiring right now, but for the right person we are. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so yeah. you know how that goes. Anywhere but. in life. I, I say, I'm like, I can, and maybe I'm crazy, but I'm like, I could accomplish anything. I think mm-hmm. like if I like really wanted to, not anything within reason, I'm not, I can't do math that well, but um, <laughs> you know, like I, I could have a pizza shop or something mm-hmm. like just really dedicate yourself to it. And it's like showing up is a big part of it. You know, if you show up and are there on time and do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be ahead of a lot of people right there. Just doing what you're supposed to do is it's kind of wild, too. You're like, dude, if you just do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be a shining star. Like, do a little more. You know, so, yeah, people are just responsible for themselves. You know, really want to really want to get it. It's funny because, like, I've, like, had a couple conversations with, like, big CEOs from other businesses. And they always bring up, like, if you got killed, what would we do? 
You know, like, well, if you get killed, we got to know all this shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I never, you never hear that much, but it's funny you brought it up because I've only heard it in convos with like meetings with contracts on the table. Like we need to, because if you get yeah. killed and I'm always like, if I get killed, then I'm like, it comes up more and more with like, all right, all right, I get it. I get it. Because then everything's done with you. Yeah. Like That's what, it. Everyone life, loses. Life the whole. On. Yeah. No matter how big it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And like, interesting. For, and for, you know, anyone, it's like, we have to pass things on to evolve. So it's like this information needs to be taught and the person below me or, or learning from me will be better than me one day. They better be better than me. If they're not, I failed. The person below you better be better than you. Otherwise you didn't give them the resources because they should be able to get what you have and then be able to expand upon it. They shouldn't mm. work their whole life to learn what you have. You've already learned it. You should be able to share that with them. Obviously. And that's the whole like 10,000 hours thing. It's like, they're still putting in 10,000 hours, 10, hours, but they had a different starting point. You know, it's, they didn't start where I started. We got to keep this line, things pushing down the line. So that's how you further the industry. That's how you further industry. Wow. It's like, you know, my, my day, yeah. I'm, I'm growing old, you know, my time's going to come and next for the same for the next guy. It's like, Pass it's the not baton. me. It's this industry. I'm so blessed to be part of this movement. It's bigger than just me. It's like, dude, this is for life. Like this, we're passing the knowledge of this plant on truly. It's a trip, you know, a lot for these weed guys, people that's been in their garage doing stuff. No, all of that has accumulated to a legal industry in California and pushing on the world and what's going to happen next with weed. We don't know. And it's all because of all this stuff. So it's wild. You know, it's it true. is wild. Where does it go from here? Right. Yep. Shit, man. Any shout outs, anything you want to close out with? I don't know, man. Hopefully I covered everything. It's a <laughs> lot. It's like when you're sitting here, a lot to talk about, you mm -hmm. know, but just cool. It's it's been fun. Gonna continue to do what we do. Um, this is a lifestyle for us. You know, it's been fun learning too with the brand. Like I need to you get don't get lost in the sauce. Like focus on your basics, keep going on that. But yeah, shout out to everyone. You know, if I didn't say your name and you've been integral part, you know, there's a lot of people I have a ton of appreciation for people I've been around. Again, they, people have shed so much light on me, but you, you know, you could lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink. So there's a lot of dedication and hard work I put into this. Um, so it, it feels good to know it was worth it, but I still appreciate everyone around me that's given me opportunities um, and the platform to do that. So, and thank you guys again. This is cool. The whole industry, let's keep doing the shit. Yo, straight up stand up dude, man. Jordan from Blueprint. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. Yo, until the last hit. Until the last hit, man. It's Check episode out 60. First smoke of the day. Let's go. Damn, this place is huge. I got to get what I need and get out of here, man. I'm in a rush. What? Whoa, Blackleaf? Oh, you already know. What are you doing here? I basically live here. Grow Generation, can filters, Power SI, Athena products, Lux Lighting. Man, I mean, I basically live here. Grow Generation Store is the largest hydroponic store I've ever been to. It's crazy. The largest hydroponic retailer in the nation with over 60 locations, so you know they got one near you. It's growgeneration.com and at growgeneration on Instagram. Tell them first smoke of the day sent you. Yo, what type of silica do you use in your garden? We rock Power SI the original all day long. Take a look at this though. We got the bloom. This right here, this is a game changer for any garden. If you want bioavailable silica, Power SI, first smoke of the day. Yo, welcome to the Diamond Mine, the diamondmine.la, California source for boutique genetics, powered by yours truly, Blackleaf.
And you know what that means? That means I'm bringing my best genetics into this. I'm bringing stuff I've been hiding, harboring away, stuff I haven't wanted to let out. We're bringing all that into the diamondmine.la and we're gonna offer that to California. Go on our website, hit the newsletter, and see if you can rock with us. Get on board with some of our genetics and change your garden. The diamondmine.la, powered by Blackleaf.